Okay, and we're off. We're going the fun way. <laughs> Hang on, I just reminded myself I need to, I need to uh, turn my volume up. There we go. Sorry, I'm late, Jables. No, you're good. How has your Saturday morning been? Uh, cooler, temperature-wise. Seeing as buddy, I mean, yesterday was 33 degrees, um, and my room is at the back of the house, so I got all the all the sun from the evening. So it's like funny. South-facing garden, is it, or west-facing garden, something like that? <sighs> Whichever one the sun sets in, yeah. Yeah. I think it sets in the east. I can't even remember. I should know that, but I don't. Anyway, what are you gonna say? Um, yeah, it's funny. I woke up this morning. And my room was still like a million degrees. And I opened my door, and I just got this like massive rush of cool air. I was just like, "Oh crap!" Like my door was holding in all that heat. It's quite funny. Oh, dude. well, at least your door's well insulated, I guess. <sighs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, sure. Well, like good at that, you know. Who knows? Who knows? For the last Jay, we have another big week this week. Jesus Christ! So yeah. To do the show with you, maybe play some games later. Yeah. So, without further ado, Jables. Yo. What is the name of the tournament held by the Grandmaster on Sakaar? Oh, Grand Arena I Games. I think I already know it. Go on. Sakaar and Skirmish. Battle, extra- Battle Extravaganza or Contest of Champions. Contest of Champions, yeah. And I, was waiting for I was waiting for you to say Champions. But it's 100% that. Because the amount of times... Uh, what's his name? Uh... Who plays the Grandmaster? Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum. The amount of time Jeff Goldblum says champion, this is like uh, it says it like twenty times. Right. I was gonna say that is Thor Ragnarok. That yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Alright. I don't know why Jeff right. Goldblum took so long to come to the front of my head. Nah, it's all good, mate. It's all good. So, Jay, uh for everyone at home listening and for your benefit, I guess. Um, I'm going to finish to edit the other sh- last week's show today, and that will be out. That's the big show. Um, I haven't had time this week, and then hopefully edit this one this weekend as well. So we're all good. But obviously, we had a lot of things happening over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. So without further ado, mm. should we jump in? Sure. And that's the Goldilocks game of Jay. There it is. I was waiting for it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I know. And I'm uh, the Night Owl Nick. Yeah. And we like to discuss video games. Jay, in terms of your topic, do you yeah. mind if we cover that while we cover the um, showcase, or would you I mean, want a whole separate thing? I guess. Yeah, I was just going to go a bit more in. Well, maybe not more in depth, but I was just going to. Yeah, I guess more in depth on it. I mean, we we can talk okay. about it while we. I mean, it was more there just to be like, I have a little bit extra to say. Sure, yeah, absolutely, that's cool. Um, okay, well, when we get to that, then yeah. we can, you know, section it off or whatever. That's no problem. Yeah. Um, so, Jay, I mean, unless you didn't pay attention to any video game news, we had the big Xbox Bethesda showcase, we had a Capcom showcase, we had an Assassin's Creed presentation, oh, yeah, and, and at the time Fantasy, of recording, yeah. we uh, just saw the Final Fantasy VII presentation. Holy moly. We'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, Jay, please take us to the news where I guess we'll be all day. I guess, right? More than likely, yeah. Are we all good? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are you good to go? 
Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm. Yeah, are you? Are you excited? Yeah, sure. Okay. I'll, okay I mean, I'll I'm just happy to be here. Again. <clears throat> I'm just happy to be here, man. Yeah. I'm just happy to be here. All right. Well, Jay, um, I'd like to really, I think, finish with the Xbox stuff because that's going to be a lot to talk about. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But the other showcases, I think we yeah, can. Yeah. Start small and about. big. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. In that case, let's start with Assassin's Creed, shall we? Please. 15th anniversary celebration stream. That's Jay's been insane, watching all man. these, I think, haven't you, Jay? Like, all yeah, the I've, I've watched every stream. <sighs> yeah, pretty much every stream. I mean, there's quite a few that are sort of like non... Like, they're not that great to talk about necessarily, but, you know, I've sure. just sort of been catching up where I can. Sure, sure. And are you all caught up now? Are you like fully? Yeah, I guess so. I actually finished watching the Overwatch um, presentation this morning, so cool. That was part right. of my. Do you know that was happening? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, there was like a, a uh, well, a forty-two minute like presentation of them basically explaining what's going to happen with the game when it comes out. So that's what I'll be talking about in a bit. Cool. All right. Well, yes, Assassin's Creed time, Jay. So you watched it, and I wasn't that bothered about it. And then you were like, "Nick, go watch it." I think. Well, and I mean, I like, all right. I think it was on at like five p.m. on like a Wednesday, <laughs> like a Tuesday. It was a very random time, but obviously they do it according to American time. So I think it was actually fairly early. I think like five p.m. in America is like ten in the morning or something. So it was fairly early for them. Um, but yeah, I was like, I didn't even realize it was on until I sat to have my tea, and I was like, oh, okay, it's on in like ten minutes. I might as well watch that. So yeah, no fair play. Yeah, so I I didn't even know what I was expecting from this. Show. So you weren't even like, home, were you? Yeah. <laughs> no, I was gonna work. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, I was work. Were you like, were you okay? First of all, Jay, I guess yeah. the main question I have before you jump into this: Did you expect to see the next AC on this stream? No. No, I just thought that they would uh, they'd chat more about uh, Valhalla. I wasn't sure about anything else, honestly. I just thought it was going to be like, well, I knew because it, it was the anniversary thing. I thought, and I know it wasn't very long. It was like ten, fifteen minutes of that. So, um, I thought they might just mention the fact when the next one's coming out, or if they're working on the next one, or what the next one might have, like what it might be. Not necessarily what it's like to do with or where it's set, but more just. Um, whether it was going to be, if they were concentrating on that, that, what is it, uh, AC Infinite, is that what they're calling it, or AC, like, yeah, Infinity or something? Is it? Yeah, I wasn't yeah, sure if they were going to talk more about that, but I guess not. Sure. Yeah, I mean, just as I'm speaking to you now, I'm sort of thinking, I think they could do a little bit more in terms of celebration, right? They could, <laughs> for stuff that I don't even care about, right? Like, they could do, like, maybe some merch, or maybe some, like, games to game pass because we just had origins come so maybe they could have made like some of the old ones available on game pass or, you know just a little bit more of a, of a celebration because i thought the actual stream was pretty good to be fair well i think they're doing an actual celebration when they're going to be letting us know about the next game in september i think on, that yeah. this was this presentation was more of a like almost like a preamble or like an introduction to let us know that there's going to be another uh, sort of showcasey type thing in September, so sure. At least I think okay. that's what they said. I mean, that's how I remember it. I could be wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you're right. I forgot about the September bit. To be fair, yeah. So first news we got, Jay. Uh, there's a brand new roguelike mode coming to AC yeah. Valhalla. That surprised me. Saga. Man, that's not yeah, out yet. Now, 
No, coming uh, in the summer. So I assume like August, September uh, time. Sometime, yeah, in the next couple of months. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that actually sounded pretty cool to me. That actually gives me a reason to want to go back and play it. Mm, Definitely. Totally. I think, um, yeah, this makes a lot of sense to me because it's, you know, a roguelite mode is a, basically an an easier mode to make, which can have, has repetitive value, doesn't it? Or repetition value. Yeah, it doesn't really necessarily need to be that big either no. right you know no you gotta imagine like something like hades or whatever while it's like a fairly long game you can just make a smaller version of that with assets that you already have like, i don't think they probably needed to add too much unless it was like you know just like new enemies or something whatever might be. totally totally and this is coming to free as well so like you say jay like especially if there's achievements for this i'm absolutely diving in when this comes out yeah i think like one of the main things with this uh, little presentation was sort of like most things were free they were like, oh, by the way, here's a bunch of free updates that are coming in the next like six to nine months. <laughs> it's kind of crazy, actually. Totally. Uh, probably, I reckon totally. they're just one. They they obviously want to do that to bring in a lot more people. To be like, look, you know, we could still probably sell a bit more of this. So. Absolutely. Good idea on their part. Yeah. And it looks like so. I don't know if you already knew this, Jay, but Mastery Challenges Two is already out. I believe I'm I'm currently in the middle of doing them. Um. And then also we're getting more mystery tombs of the fallen quests, which so we already had them before. This looks like again pack two, if you will, for mm. that, and more seasonal updates like festivals and stuff. Yeah, I haven't even yeah. tried any of that stuff yet. I don't think. Um, I find them quite fun actually. Yeah, they're like really hard challenges. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I just I'm not really in it at the minute for AC. Yeah, no fair play. I think fair I will play. be. Like, I, it's kind of, it's, I don't know. It's a tough one. I feel like I, like with, like with most games, I kind of need like enough of a break to want to come back for whatever reason. Totally. Hmm. No, yeah, that's fair. And these are fairly minor updates. We also got uh, Origins new 4K 60 frames per second patch, um, which. Uh, is applied to the game now i guess and also that game is not now on game pass and also free to play for this weekend which is june 16th to june 20th as mm. well which is interesting jay on that note interesting they've patched that and not necessarily patched any of the others even with um fps boost do you remember that program where they could like basically update old games and make them 60 frames yeah, I think it's uh, part of the reason is that is because Origins is sort of like the first in the line of RPG ACs. Right, totally. Right? Whereas totally. ones before that were more like classic AC. Right? Totally. So they kind of want to stick with also... something that maybe people have, I guess. Like, not a lot of people have a lot of, like, a lot of the younger audience tend to not to have the older ACs, where maybe they're trying to hit a certain market where I, I reckon a lot of them probably already own either Origins. Uh, Valhalla or Odyssey, so they're trying to hit that market. I reckon the more recent ones. Totally, the the third era, as we like to call I it. I actually am really tempted to go back and play Origins because I still need to play the DLC for it. Which actually, I went on it the other day um, to check the 60 frames thing, and it hadn't updated yet. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll wait. And then haven't been on back on it since. But um, there's actually like a, a level boost. So I think I was like level 36 when I finished the campaign. But they to be able to play the first DLC, you have to be like level forty-eight, I think, or forty-five or something. Okay. Yeah. So it level boosted me to level forty-five. So I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Amazing. It's handy. I haven't got to spend the next like couple of hours grinding to <laughs> level up. 
totally. <laughs> Even though I probably would have got there because I've barely touched the bloody map. I don't think I've actually been everywhere. Yeah, honestly, I just oh, need to dude, unlock everything. It's massive. The world, yeah, the world. They, to be fair, Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla. I would say all of those worlds are like they're not stretched, but like you know, they they do feel quite full if you know what i mean like you know valhalla like even though there's a big map yeah it doesn't feel empty like a... yeah exactly no yeah, yeah no i get what you mean it's weird because i feel like odyssey probably has the most inside the map to find but i don't know how what i can't compare it to origins because i haven't actually seen everything yet so i don't really know right how big it feels like to me origins is actually quite a small game because i haven't really been anywhere dude that's what in I'm saying. What? That's what oh, I'm saying. I've massive. I've only literally been to the places where like primarily the main story happens. So there's just like so many other places. I, I think I've probably only unlocked maybe two fifths of the map. Maybe right. in terms of like how right. like when it's like fogged or unfogged or whatever. Yeah, I've I've glad. barely seen anything, which is good because I want to go back and play it again. So I actually I'm glad you level boosted to be honest because I don't think. Yeah, I think that would have been an excuse for you to put it off, I guess, having to grind, really. Yeah, it would have, and I'm glad they allowed that as, like, a free option, you know. But how realistic is Jay going to play this? Because, obviously, Jay, you have a lot of games that you're going to play. Yeah, there's a um, bunch of games I need to either start playing or finish playing or or want to go back to. But let's be realistic about it, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, Tales of Arise is fair play i thought you were going yeah, to go back finally but it wolfenstein 2 i don't think you're going to go back. i looked no, at it the other day i looked at it and i was like oh <laughs> i then reminded myself on how much like it needs to go into it to be able to like do well and it's just it's one of those games where i need at least a week to like even like think about even touching it that's the thing if, it, if i know a game's going to take me two to four days to complete i need a week to be able to play it because I like to have time either side. Does that make sense? Or like after the fact. Yeah. I like to. It's almost like a come down. I need to like know that I have enough time. I'd rather have too much than time than this the right amount of time. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Like sure. I don't like being. No, I don't. I don't like having not enough time. Right amount of time. I like having more than enough time. I like to give myself a massive window, and that sure. plays into my like mood of whether I actually want to play it or not. So if I know I've only got couple hours a night i'm not i'm probably not going to start playing a game it's, it's a lot tough for me to do that <laughs> well uh wolfenstein 2 won't take you that long yeah no, I, know. That. I, I mean know. you could do that in two days i know but... it's just i'm mm -hmm. yeah i'm terrible i'm, I'm one of those people that like looks at a journey of a thousand miles and just can't be bothered to take the first step you know it's just like uh i know everyone starts with the first step but it's such an effort to make the first step sometimes I understand. I understand. It's a struggle. Uh, also, we've got Discovery Tour Viking Age receiving a standalone release, which is very cool. Yeah, and... what was that? That was the sort of like educational yeah. side of it, right? Where it's like showed up all the history. You know what's funny? I've actually learned lots about history by playing AC games. Totally. <laughs> like, there's so totally. much I've learned. It's insane. Which one do you think you learned the most on? Odyssey, I learned a hell of a lot about Greek mythology. And like philosophers and the arts. Um, I guess you could say Origins taught me a lot, I guess, about like uh, like Egyptian culture or like Egyptian mythology as well. I learned a lot about America from playing 3 and Rogue. Yeah, yeah. Um, I learned a lot about Italy, <laughs> Italian history. I learned have a lot about French history. Um, I would say 
Oh, I don't oh, think yeah. I learned. Actually, I learned a decent amount in the uh, in syndicate as well because they tell you a lot about writers and famous people from Britain as well. True. I learned so much I... about everything. It's insane. I would argue uh, the first game only because I know nothing about the Crusades. Oh, so Third Crusade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, yeah. I think it was actually too long ago for me to remember much about it. I mean, it's 15 years ago, for God's sake. Totally. Last up, Jay, on this news, uh, we get the last part of Eivor's journey, which looks like some sort of free update or DLC coming yeah, at the end of that? 2022. So, yeah, remind me what that was, because I had an inkling of something back in my head. They, they, that's literally all they said. They just said it's coming. There's no name. So is it just like a last anything. DLC? Well, it's not. I believe they s- said it's yeah. Like this mission. content will be free chapter for all players. A so free chapter. I think DLC is going a bit far. I, I right, imagine yeah. it'll be a bit more like the crossover. I yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, because they even mentioned that as well. So totally. That makes sense. All right. Next up, Jay. Oh, this is oh, so oh God. exciting. Final Fantasy VII Remake Seven. Sorry, Final Fantasy VII Remake Stream Part Seven. Oh my God! You're right. Just Final Fantasy VII. You're right. Just Final Fantasy VII. Okay, Jay. Where do we start? Yeah, Where it was kind of insane because I was watching. I was watching Maximilian dudes uh, watching it, so I sort of watched it through him. And I think I actually fell asleep uh, while I was watching it because it started at eleven. So I was like, "Oh, I'm knackered." I think I, I watched me. the whole thing, but I fell asleep as soon as it ended, so I didn't get his reaction to like him chatting about it after the fact, which is fine because I went back and rewatched it anyway. But uh, yeah, I watched all the important announcements. I watched the whole thing, but I fell asleep like the second it ended. I was like, oh, I was gone. So what, it was a bit it, of a fever oh, it dream, late, honestly. Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, it was like eleven. So just late. Well, I say it's late, but sometimes you know work's been <laughs> tiring. Mate, no excuses needed. By the way, Jay, my um my laptop is broken for some reason. So off the top of my head, Yours we is got broken. the Steam release for remake. I think the interesting element about that, Jay, is okay, okay. So we kind of have to talk about one thing to talk about another thing. Please. So no Xbox release yet, but the Crisis Core remake yeah. slash remaster it's is coming, coming to Xbox. Yeah. What give me something. What what like what's going on? It's about as it's about as mo- as much of a classic Square Enix move as you could possibly do, honestly. Square Enix right. are very good at releasing some content for Xbox, but not all of it. Um, I'm not sure if it was some sort of like agreement that they made with Sony or something. I'm not even sure, to be honest. But like, oh right, so like remake still in the. It window, might have been but... part of their contract. Let's say that because we now know that um, Seven Remake is going to be in more than two parts. Um, right. They might have had a contract with Sony being like, right, well, the first two or at least all the parts of this has to be console exclusive until like a year after the third part is out or something. So we might not even get one until like the last one is done, you know, or even sure. maybe like so many years after the second one. We don't, we don't really know what is in the contract. If there is any sort of thing like that, we have no idea. So I just know that's a possibility. That's sometimes how it works, you know, exclusivity deals. Uh, funny in in uh, how they work like that. So, sure, sure. Well, Jay, um, let's start with I guess what they st- well obviously Steam release cool, and then we got um, First Soldier new season update. Uh, do you care season about that? Season three? Yeah, no, not really. I know Max didn't really give a shit. He was actually doing this. He was like, hurry up! There's not much. <laughs> I want to see the rest of the bloody thing. 
You're wasting yeah, I time. Watched, uh, I watched his reaction literally just while I was doing lunch. So, yeah, pretty fresh. So good. Mind. And then, so good. Um, and then we got the first meaty stuff, right? We fi- finally saw a bit more on Ever Crisis, and mm-hmm. it's pretty much exactly what we hoped for, right? Yeah. So Ever Crisis is is an exact remake of uh, Final Fantasy VII in that it is not it's not uh, Final Fantasy VII remake. Like done in that style, it's actually the actual uh, same as the original game. So the story is the same as the original, whereas the remake story is completely different. Well, I say completely different; it's, it's different. It doesn't follow the same uh, same beats necessarily. But then it's, I believe it's also a re- it's a remake of all three or four games, right? It's got Crisis Core oh, in there. Sure. It's got Dirge of Cer- I think it might even have Dirge of Cerberus yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is mental. So, so do you think this? Go on, go on, go on. I'm trying to. Th- I'm trying to think. So, Ever Crisis is the name for the whole compilation. Yes. Okay, and then Crisis Core is the first game that's coming out of that compilation. Or no, I guess the Final remaster. Fantasy is, but like Final Fantasy VII, so, the remaster so- one is. But then, yeah, the Crisis Core is actually being completely remastered and is coming out as well, right? That's that's what they spoke about. They sort of said that that's coming yeah. out this winter. That's what we're gonna see. Yeah, so Ever Crisis, from my understanding, is a mobile style version of all the games, pretty much, including Crisis Core, but then also with a modern battle system, which is fucking nuts. Which is basically the same as, uh, yeah, Remake Part, or just Remake, I guess. Right. And then, so I think that's got all the stuff in it. But yes, Crisis, so the PSP game, Crisis Core, Mm -hmm. is getting a remaster coming out on xbox and all platforms and nintendo switch apparently this winter yeah so that's why i'm getting confused yeah so there's technically two crisis core games coming out <laughs> there's the mobile one that and then correct. there's the xbox and correct. console one yeah okay that's why i'm getting confused i wasn't sure if it was just that or if it was one that was coming to console as well yeah Jay, right. my opinion on ever crisis right is that this could like someone who doesn't play mobile games hmm. this could genuinely change like that, if you were like gun to my head, what mobile game do you, do you have to play? You know, like just want pick one. It's going to be this Ever Crisis game because there's just not a game like it, basically. I guess not. I mean, there is and there isn't. I mean, there's definitely other like they've released most Jap- most famous Japanese RPGs on mobile now. Like all the Dragon Quests are on there. Most of the Final Fantasy games are on there. Um, I'm sure there's a bunch of other ones, but they do all obviously cost an amount of money sure so. i guess i meant more case of made for mobile in a way you know what i mean um yeah i guess so i'm not actually sure about whether all these releases of other games were just like a direct port or if it was like changed in any way to accommodate right. the mobile i imagine it's changed a little bit obviously you know, controls and everything but whether there was any sort of like mechanics that made it um specifically for mobile i'm not i'm not entirely sure Sure, fair point. Um, but in any case, I'm very excited about this Ever Crisis game. My only concern is... I don't know how much it's going to cost. Well, that, but also... Um, are you going to play this Crisis Core Remaster, Jay? Again, depending on how much it costs. Because hmm. I've the only the only um, game I've played, other than Final Fantasy VII, is Dirge of Cerberus. In the Final Fantasy VII like, line of games. Sure. I've only played... Yes, Dirge Cerberus and Final Fantasy VII original. Haven't played uh, Crisis Core 
and then I think there was an. I, I, so, so actually, there was actually a couple like, of other ones, but I can't remember. It's worth you playing it, I guess, in that sense, because you haven't played it before. Yeah, I still need to like. That's the thing. I've played the original Final Fantasy VII, but I don't think I ever completed it because it was too long, and I was a kid, so I just didn't like, couldn't be bothered. I imagine like my lack of determination. So technically, I still don't know. I mean, I do know what happens in the story because I've read yeah, about it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I've never like experienced it for myself. So if I was, I'd probably just play the whole thing, start to finish. Okay. You know. Sure. I'd want to play all um, three Final Fantasy VII how it was originally done, but with better graphics. Sorry, wait, 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 wait. So, as in, you, you would, you would talk, are you talking about Ever Crisis? Yeah, the entirety of Ever Crisis. Right, yeah, right, I'd, right. I'd start at the what beginning a... and go to the end. Oh, okay. And then you would Crisis Core Remaster depends on how much it costs, kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know if this, if this, um, I'm pretty sure they spoke about Ever Crisis being episodic, right? So they'd release one at a time. Sorry, as in the Crisis Core game. Yeah. The remastered game. So the, no, yes, no, I, I think mean, Ever Crisis episodic, yeah. Yeah, so what I mean is, I'm not sure if you have to pay for each one individually or if it's like a lump sum. You see what I mean? Me, me neither, yeah. So if it, was, if it was individually, I'd probably get the original Final Fantasy VII, but I'd miss Crisis Core and then get the console version of that and then. I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you. Unless like, at some point in the future okay. they redo the rest of the games on console too, then I might just wait. I don't know. <laughs> Right, well, my question was going to be, like, yeah, because like you say, Jay, like, I'm not that fussed about, like, playing through original Final Fantasy, like, okay, I'm not going to play Crisis Core twice, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Because one of them's on mobile and one of them isn't, you know, so. Yeah. And do you, th- so do you think Ever Crisis is going to come to console? Because it, it looked pretty, you know. I mean, it'd be good if it good. did, but I don't know, I mean, that would pretty much defeat the purpose of them doing a console remaster of ever of uh, Crisis Core, right? Because it's going to be on Switch as well. Yes, I guess. Uh, the remaster or Ever Crisis? The remaster. The Crisis yeah, Core. Yeah. It's going to be on every console. I think it's on yeah. PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Series X, and uh, the Switch, which is like insane to me. I mean, Switch insane. is, you know, Switch is whatever. It can hold Witcher 3, so it can do, it can do quite a lot. Sure, sure. Still uh, exciting, and I think I think of all the other Final Fantasy games, Crisis Core is the obvious one to do a remaster of. And frankly, it, yeah, you know, it's definitely the most popular out of the yeah. Uh, and ones I think that Square came is after. smart doing it because you know ultimately um, they the the remake part two. It's got a lot of Zack in, and I think they basically want to say, look. If you played remake and you're not quite sure about what's all the story going on here, one, Ever Crisis is going to you know cover it all, but two, Crisis Core is going to cover a lot of what you need to know. I reckon you know for for part two essentially. I just want to play Dirge of Cerberus, man. <laughs> Vincent on, is on like he's just he's he's just always been my favourite, and the Final Fantasy like character roster. Vincent is just my favorite. He's just the way he looks, the way he like his moves that he has. He's just like he's type. You know me. I like I like vampire type characters. So, have we seen Vincent in remake yet at all? Like no. in any capacity? Um, no. I think okay. we may have seen like a snippet, maybe like a flashback or something. I could be wrong. I could be way out. But yeah, sure, sure, sure. I think we might have seen his. Yeah. Have we seen his dad? can't remember i mean we'll learn about that later anyway so it's fine and the big news the big news final fantasy 7 rebirth yeah which funnily enough max actually called the name for that about a year and a half ago 
Seriously? Yeah, he actually he went on a stream. You know, uh, is it Co Carnage? He's a he's a Twitch streamer who has a podcast with like three or four other guys. Um, and yeah, Max went on there to talk about Final Fantasy and like maybe like some fighting game stuff. And they they had they all sort of took turns guessing what they think the next one is going to be called. And Max was like, oh yeah, it's going to be called Rebirth or something like that. Sure. And like Max called it. He's, that's like the first thing he guessed. So he just like it's, it's it was fairly obvious to a degree. Like they, they, you can tell they're going with like our names at this point. So everyone's trying right. to figure out what the third one's going to be called now. <laughs> right. Well, obviously one part of that announcement was that it'll, it will be a trilogy. Yeah, and which is uh, cool. Obviously we don't know the name of the third one yet, but Jay, I think this we know the release most date, anticipated though. game. Uh, yeah, I mean, for you, you, you always make it seem like you haven't really got much to look forward to, but I mean, I feel like you do, it's just you maybe like, I don't know. Expectations low, you know how I am. No, I, I mean, low. I'm like that too, but I feel like, um... I've got God of War, I'm excited for. It got delayed though, didn't it? Oh no, that was a rumour, that's my... The rumour. Um, yeah, I just feel like I've, I've got, got I'd probably, like, more. if I had to like really sit here and think, oh, how many games we're looking forward to? I could probably list off about 20 games. Well, to be fair, Jay, we'll come on to this, but I reckon you've actually had one of your best gaming announcement years ever. For, like, for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's been like, pretty for good. games for you. But I'm, I'm fairly easy to please when it comes to certain things. Well, I think it's just the type of games as well. But we'll yeah, 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 we will. We'll get there. But what do you think of the trailer for Rebirth? much of what I expected. The graphics definitely look uh, more comparable to the PS5 version of the game, which is good. That's always what you want. I guess the other thing that people were saying is that it's a PS5 exclusive, right? So no PS4 this time. Yeah. Which yeah. I'm glad about. I'm very glad about that. Totally. totally. Starting to get those next-gen only games, which is decent. Dude, it's... Oh, I'm just so excited, dude. Like, so there's only so many times in your life where you're really part of an incredible trilogy, right? So like Lord of the Rings, The Hobbits, whatever it might be. I mean, be. we've lived through most of the the best possible like game, no, or like game and or movie like franchises that have had more, you know, either a trilogy or more, basically. Right? We've lived through some of the best ones. We have, we have. If not all of them, like, at this point. <laughs> but the what is what's exciting about it, I love being in the middle of, like, the Seven remake, whole, like, the whole thing. Like, I love the fact that when Rebirth comes out, we'll be in the middle of it all, right? And you can't... There's something quite special about it, because, like, once they're all out, they're all out, right? And, and it's been done. <laughs> That's mission, it. Mission yeah, it's been done. Yeah, you can't do it again. At but that so, point, like... Square would need, like, another Final Fantasy Seven. Right. Like they need something that's as big, which you know. Right. I mean, and... I speak about this a lot. Like I'm, I always talk to you about how, like, I want new IPs because I want the next big thing. I feel like in the last ten years, it's always been about right. How can we catch thunder in a in a jar again or in a bottle again? You know, how do we? But all they keep doing is making sequels to things, and I'm like, can we just make something cool and new, please? And I feel like that's kind of also new. Oh yeah, no, I know. That's what I like about the reason why it's not exactly the same story. It's the same story but told differently, which is great. You know, it's kind of what you want. Totally, to a degree. I'm I'm so hyped for this, Jay. But you know, so the release date is they say next winter. Yes. Which uh, could so winter is more than December. Then most people always forget that, which means it's either. December, January, or February is coming out. I reckon it might even come out beginning of March, potentially. 
I agree. Because again, it will be within that fiscal year before April 1st, and that's what Japanese companies like to do. So. And I think that's, a, you know, four years is a good time. They've got the template, so to speak, now. So I think. That's oh, yeah, a four good years is a great time. amount of time. And they're already working on the third one. I mean, I hope so. No, they are. It's, it's got officially announced. Did I've been on Twitter oh, like you... the last like two weeks. I'm always looking at that stuff. Whether something is official, it has to be officially announced. And I was like, right, okay. Sure. They're, they're working on it. As we speak, it's being worked on. That's cool. That's cool. Any in house uh, Square Enix stuff? I don't really have to worry too much about polishing side of things because I would say that they. they they're the masters of it? Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. They know what they're doing. Like there's yeah. there's not going to be any bugs or something. I think we're all right. It's gonna be it's okay. gonna be the best it possibly could be. Um, well, it'll be close to it. They won. I say by that point, totally. uh, Final Fantasy 16 will have already been out. Are we get are you getting that day one, Jay? I think I'm after. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's funny now. I'm sort of like. I've gotten to that point now where I have to actually think whether I want to get a game day one because it costs so much more. Like I'm, I'm even still thinking about whether I want to get Gotham Knights day one because uh, I, I don't think it's going to come down in price much. I really don't like those kind of games. Take minimum like four to five years to come down in price. Nah, t- n- no way, Jay. Gotham Knights. Hundred percent will be forty quid within a few months of launch. Every uh, game is now. I feel like yeah, you might be right. Actually, now thinking about it, like I feel like we're sort of in that time now where a lot of games just tend to come down in price, regardless of whether they're doing well or not. Uh, although I do know that Final Fantasy remake, uh, seven remake, depending on where you look, is still full price. So true, 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 true. You also got to be looking in the worst places because you can definitely get it for at least <laughs> half price. <laughs> I've seen it less than half price in a lot of places. Very exciting time to be alive, Jay. Let's keep the train rolling. Yeah. Rolling. Rolling. Okay, <laughs> Jay, yeah, that. I understood. I get it. I get it. Capcom Showcase June twenty twenty two. Yeah. Um lots of Resident Evil stuff, Jay, and I, I don't really know anything about Resident Evil, so I will defer to you. But we got a new gameplay trailer for Resident Evil Four Remake, looks like. Uh-huh. I'm Did excited to watch Max play it. <laughs> right. Not going to play it myself, but um, yeah, I'm I'm happy for people who've been wanting it for a long time. Obviously, uh, it does look same, good. Same. Looks a hell of a lot better. Um, yeah, I mean, Capcom are just killing it. I mean, I it's funny if you said to me ten years ago, Capcom are having a showcase at E3, I'd have been like, you're lying. They don't have anything to show. They don't, they don't have enough money. Right. Like Capcom really didn't do well. Like. Uh, about a decade ago, they had a like they they brought out um, loads of fighting games at the same time, and they all clashed with each other, and they just none of them did well basically. Um, and so they've sort of been recovering from that bad period of time for a while now. Um, and they yeah, this seems to be their sort of like bounce back of like we have a bunch of stuff now, and you know for the for the right reasons we're showing it all off. So Capcom yeah, are killing it's... it right now. They really are. They are, they're doing well, and it's nice to see because it seems that they are quite focused on releasing quality titles and a really good time frame in between them, right? Releases, updates, communication's pretty cool. We kind of have a 
cool idea of what's going on when's it coming out they're supporting all the games right they're bringing them to game pass or they're updating them or they got dlc or whatever yeah monster hunter is really killing it right now the uh right monster hunter rise i should say yeah it feels like they've found their place and they know their place and they're sticking to their place but i mean that in a positive way yep yep they know they know what they're good at and they're sticking to it which is good uh, furthermore, Jay, uh, not perhaps not surprisingly, but kind of surprisingly, in terms of the character, we've got Resident Evil Village. Win, sorry, what, what, what? I don't know. Gold edition is what it's called, right? Oh, fucking sorry. Yeah, this title's stupid. Yeah, uh, it's Resident Evil Village DLC: Shadow of Rose. Mm. It's it's only in third person as well, because there's also a third person mode. Um, for the game as well because mostly most of the resident evil games apart from the last two have all been in third person so resident evil village and seven were the first ones to be in first person and they've now made it that you can actually play resident evil village in third person mode which so many people are like oh i'm gonna go back and play it again now (laughs) because i feel like resident evil should be in third person that's just kind of how it should be played but It's, it's you know the classic way of doing it it makes it a lot more scary I'd say, I don't know. I feel like obviously they went for the first person thing because it was more like uh, the uh, survival horror type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which you know, Resident Evil is, but it's it's obviously Resident Evil at the same time, so it needs to be in third person. Yeah, I think I think third person is scarier, but it's it's not that far, you know, for me. Like both. Are both yeah, they're both the same, know, really. Scary. Um, yeah. I guess the Rose thing is a little bit of a spoiler if you haven't watched the playthrough. Or like know what happens at the end of seven or uh, village, I should say. That's been out for a while now, right? It has, yeah. But I mean, yeah. I guess if you're a fan and you haven't what played it yet or watched someone play it, then what's the point? (laughs) But I mean, you know, it's up to you, I guess. Yeah. I'm glad that 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 she's uh, involved in some way, though. That Rose is kind of like. Well, that's there. That's what she wasn't just an ending. Surprised that like. Yeah, I was surprised that we we're getting like a full grown-up Rose DLC. I didn't think they'd be that bold. I thought it'd be like the next game. But... I was gonna say, yeah, I think a lot of people were expecting the next game to be um, Rose. But I mean, if you really think about it, that's kind of stupid because they did they they're doing a similar um, release schedule to what Seven had in that they had the main game, and then what all the story elements from the main game sort of led into the fact of what happened with the DLC that came out. And that, I mean, they were really successful with that, so why wouldn't they just do that again? You know. Makes sense. I'm kind of yeah. I'm excited to actually watch. Uh, when is that coming out? Do we know the Rose DLC? October. I think oh, okay, yeah, I'll be watching that then. Part of the Winter's expansion, which is what I got confused about earlier. So yeah, that's okay. that. And then we're also getting or we get well, Village is getting a, a Mercenaries additional orders. Yeah, mode. this blew my app. This blew my mind. What, you get to play. Order, what, what is this? Yeah, so uh, Mercenaries is kind of like uh, it came with the base game. You played as the main character in that one, but it is it's kind of like a horde mode thing where you have to fight through a certain amount of waves and you can get like unlocks and stuff. Um, but I think if you, it's almost like a, a time trial thing too, where you, if you killed certain enemies uh, a certain way or in a certain amount of time, you got more points. You can get like a triple S score or whatever. And I think depending on what rating you get, you can unlock in-game items. So like you can unlock like a special weapon and like a bunch of other stuff. Um, and so they've now made it where they've added, uh, I think, new maps and like new levels, but also like different characters you can play as now. So you can now play as Lady Demetresque, which is like <laughs> it's insane to me. 
Like yeah, that's that's yeah. such like if you're a massive fan of that mode, like that'd be the best thing that ever happened this year, honestly, at this point. Right. And right. I, I did actually watch quite a few uh, speedrunners sort of like try to figure out that mode and like see if they could get the best score on it. So I'm kind of interested to see if they're gonna go back and attempt this next thing as well. So Wait, that... so this mode's already out? Yeah, mercenary the initial mode of mercenaries where you played as the main character it came with the game. But right, okay. the fact the new I don't think the new uh, characters that are playable are out yet, so I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know whether it was the new mode coming or I am with you. No, the mode is already there, they've just added to it. There's basically DLC for the mode that was already there. Oh, dude, I like fair play for people like Maximilian and Speedrunners who are good enough for these, but like you know getting all the S rank stuff, that scares the crap out of me. It's it's it honestly it looks it's definitely looks a lot more doable than you think. Fair. I think if well, you play the game enough, it's not too bad. Are quite doable. Yeah, I mean, they, they won't make them impossible, obviously. They've playtested it enough well. to know it's doable. I just, it's, it just takes, you know, you need to have played the game a lot to know muscle memory and all that. Jables, mm. Resident Evil 2 Remake, Resident Evil 3 Remake, and Resident Evil 7 have got free next-gen upgrades. Oh, I didn't know that. Was that okay? I didn't even see that. That's pretty cool. Uh, today, they, and they came out the day it was what it was, which was June thirteenth, which is awesome. Yeah, uh, 4K, I saw that. Okay. High frame rate, ray tracing, and three D audio, which is sick. Decent. Yeah, that's sick. Be a lot that of people on. Tw- I, that's the thing. Whenever there's like any sort of like game announcement of like either a, a sequel or something new for a game, jump on Twitch in like an hour after that, and everyone will be playing it. It's like it's insane. <laughs> Because they know people are going to be looking for it, and like you know, so they'll get a load more viewers. But it's kind of nice to see like old games pop back up again. Yeah, totally. Jake, on that front, right? When a patch comes out and stuff, even I get excited just because, like you say, it kind of comes into the public stream a little bit more. Would streamers play the game? Like you know, let's say they're a hardcore fan or they're a big fan. Would they play the whole game again just for a new patch? The whole Depending game. on whatever the patch or the deal, I mean, I think it, you'd be you'd need more than just a patch. I think you'd need uh, you'd need some it's sort of uh, DLC or additional content that was uh, that warranted enough of that. Yeah, I know that some okay. people are gonna be playing it again uh, just because of the third person mode. So we've also got Resident Evil Reverse. Yeah, so that's sort of like a that's basically like uh, AC Infinity, but for Resident Evil. <laughs> Six-player PvP deathmatch game. Yeah, basically. Cool. Yeah, I think they've been trying to push that for a while. I don't even know if it's already out yet. No, it comes October twenty-eighth. Oh, I could have swore oh, the game came Halloween, out, but this smart, might have been like smart. additional. But I could be wrong. It looks kind of cool though. I think a lot of people I are kind of skeptical. You might be thinking about uh, Umbrella Corps. Was it Umbrella Corps? Do you remember that game? No, nice. the really bad one. Anyway, I think that was a multiplayer game, but it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, I think Capcom are trying to get into that multiplayer space. So yeah, yeah, we'll see how that goes because obviously they're getting a lot of success with the single player stuff. I don't know if it's free to play. It'd be really cool if it was free to play. And there was like a a I don't know battle pass system. That'd be pretty dope. Uh, Unfortunately, I have to talk about this. I guess Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak expansion gets new details and a demo. Yeah. But I've seen that game or that uh, DLC for the game advertised so much now. 
fucking shoved down my throat. I can't. Me can't too. I didn't even it. fucking play it. I haven't bought yeah. any. I know. I know. That's I the thing. Poor I, audience. I was so tempted to get Monster Hunter Rise when it first came out, but I was just like, I, I'd already put so much time into World. I was just like, I'm done. Like, I've, I've, I've spent my decades worth of Monster Hunter content on that one game, so I'm good. I'm good for a while, I think. Because it, it was one of those games I'd always wanted to play on, on DS, but then like realised that it wasn't really. It was quite difficult. I remember playing a demo, I think, of it on DS once and being like, this is too hard for me. I can't play this. So I've always wanted to play there it, but go. I finally got my chance with World. But yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm good. Actually, I think I played the demo for Rise as well, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not interested anymore. Not at the minute, at least. A game you are interested in, Exo Primal, gets a new gameplay trailer yeah, and closed network test coming ahead of release. Mm-hmm. Just yet yeah, showing off more stuff, more suits that you can, or basically like more classes that they're going to be introducing to the game, stuff like that. The Exo Primal game being the uh, the kind of like uh, dinosaur. It's kind of like it's like PVE but PVP as well. I think it's like PVPVE or something. I'm not even sure. There's like a, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, I yeah. know that there's like it's basically like a horde mode type game, but it's a little bit like Overwatch. But if the enemies were all just like tons of dinosaurs coming at you, like very similar, a little bit like Warframe as well, with like different like exo suits, I guess you could call them, like mech suits or whatever. It does look pretty cool though. Yeah, that's definitely one I'll be uh, watching other people play, but I don't know if I'll actually get it myself. That's still. I need to prioritize, really. I need to prioritize like the big hitters. Sure. So we'll just see where we're at near the time. Sure. Actually, I don't even know what the window. When is that coming out? Do we know? Is there a release date for that? Let me tell you. Don't think. Uh, I don't think it's this year. Next year. Yeah, I was going to say it has year. to be next year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it looks like he announced that there will be another Street Fighter Six announcement before the end of 2022, which I don't like. Yeah, I mean the game's coming out like beginning next year, so. Sure, but like, just announce it, don't announce you're going to announce it, you know, I don't get it. <laughs> I think it's because they've shown us so much over the last two weeks. They even put out a tweet saying, look, we're not going to show you anything more, it's like sooner Calm rather down. than later, like Calm give it give down. it a while, you know, this this isn't the beginning of the marketing thing, it's going to be a while, so right. it's probably why they're letting, they're trying to let people down easy. <laughs> the most surprising thing, Jay, to finish off the Capcom Showcase stuff, Please. Dragon's Dogma's 10th anniversary event teased. Oh wait, sorry, sorry. Yeah. No, I take it back. I take it back, guys. Stop confusing me with shit in the stuff. Okay? <laughs> Dragon Dogma's tenth anniversary event teased, but no sequel announced yet. And then, oh no, I take it back. I take it back. Yeah, I, I was going to say, back. keep going. I take it back. This is out of date. Fucking hell, guys. Extremely what is going on? Dragon Dogmas 2 was announced, I'm pretty sure. Jay. It was. It was funny. They did a, They did a, what's called a t-shirt reveal, which is kind of like a classic Japanese thing where a lot of Japanese developers will, like, rather than say, like, rather than show you anything of the game, they'll, like, open up their hoodie, show they're wearing, like, a t-shirt that has the logo for the next game on it, and be like, oh, we're working on it, by the way. You can wait for it, please. Amazing. <laughs> They've done that no, so many times. It's become a meme at this point because it happens so much. Yeah, I mean, like I know, like the likes of Phil Spencer tease things on T-shirts, and Sony yeah. guys tease it just, things. As someone well, even got a tattoo once. I think it was on their chest or like on their oh, arm. Oh yeah, or something. no, you're talking about Peter Moore with Halo Two. Oh yeah, the there you tattooed go. on his arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. come on. Can you imagine if they delayed that? Well, that was their point, right? He was like, "It's not getting delayed." Yeah, like can't be okay. now. Jesus, yeah, can you imagine quite. someone doing that now and then the game gets delayed for like? 
Oh, that'd be like you can't you can't do that in this time. Like nobody can ever get a tattoo of a release date ever again. Not Just at all. Not happening. And uh, also, Jay, that came from Alan Bankhurst. I sure. I'm just gonna give credit where credit is due, despite the round tide pools. All right, Jay. Look, we're in the big stuff now. We're in the big leagues. We're ready for it. We've been looking forward to this conversation for quite some time. Yeah. Xbox and Bethesda showcase. I think we've got <gasps> very different opinions on it. But Probably. I know you've had some time to reflect, which is good. Yeah. I, know I haven't like, actually thought get, about like, it stuff. much. There's only one game in there that I've probably thought about more than the others, but we'll get to it. So, all right. Well, we are going to go game by game, not necessarily in order of what they show. Yeah, but on the just order do it. Do it however you want. I don't really mind. Um, this again comes from IGN Kevin Lee. Now, Jay, before we dive in, we need to give some overall thoughts here, and I think this is where the meaty conversation is going to happen. So, what did you think of the showcase in general, overall? It's actually After funny. I remember like. As soon as it was over, and within the day or two after, everyone was like, like polls on Twitter of like ranking the, you know, rank the the showcase from like one to ten or like A through F, whether it was a fail or a pass, like all these kind of things. And I think the one I saw the most was like it was either average or above average. It definitely wasn't the worst, and definitely wasn't the best possible. I think a lot of people were expecting to see. I don't know why they were expecting, but they were expecting to see like um, Elder Scrolls Six, I think, more stuff on that. They're expecting to see just basically like more heavy hitters, I guess. I can't remember which which games they were, because I'm not even. I don't even like. I think people are just thinking way too far in the future, and they're not. They're not in like the right timeline in their head of like where things could possibly come out. So I think people might have marked it down because of that. But I think overall, it was like a, it definitely passed. I'd, I'd give it like a B minus, okay. or like a maybe like a like a seven and a half, or an, like yeah, like a seven and a half. Definitely wasn't sure, the best. It sure. wasn't the worst, but it, it could have it could have been better. That's the thing. Like, I I always go into something expect never expecting the 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 best possible outcome. So, I think had I got into it expecting too much, I probably would have ranked it lower. You know. So, just go in in with a with an open mind, and you'll enjoy it regardless. So, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought I had a good time. I can't say I was bored. I definitely didn't like think, oh, well, this is boring. The entire time, like I was just like, you know glad that things were being said at that point so what about you what about sure. yourself um so for me jay yes please i thought this was extremely disappointing <laughs> and um that's funny arguably mo- the least enjoyable showcase i think i've uh, i've seen xbox doing <sighs> some quite some time quite well i some think time. because we it didn't have the same like uh, effect as what the showcase had when Cyberpunk was shown off, where it was all like a lot more showy and a lot more like uh, a lot more involved. I guess it felt a lot more like how cons or like how uh, announcers are supposed to feel, where it's supposed to be like a large audience sort of like reaction. Everyone's supposed to go crazy, you know. But I think we're we're sort of not really in. We're not back to that yet. It feels like. No. I think no. the com- these companies have realised they don't necessarily need all that. Because it costs money to do that, so they kind of want to save where they can right now in this economy. <laughs> so they're, they're they're going less showmanship and more like realistic expectations of what can is you know within their capabilities, I guess. So it might is that would you say that was part of your um, thesis, I guess? Sure. Um, I don't think so. I get no. what you're saying, 
And yeah. I definitely think it has an effect, right? Because if you hear a whole crowd go crazy for Redfall, oh, dude. Like, oh, maybe people like like this game. <sighs> I rewatched we'll the uh, the Final Fantasy VII oh. announcement in 2015, 2016. Yeah, <sighs> that was incredible. Oh, right. That was like it gives me goosebumps every time. Yeah, totally. Like listening to the crowd reaction of that just makes you think that was one of the best possible announcements ever. But I don't think we've had anything really that to that level in a while. I think the last time we had that was in 2019 when uh, Cyberpunk and a bunch of other stuff was shown off. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. It, um, it was really disappointing, Jay, and actually I'm... <laughs> I have... I've lost faith. I've wow, just lost faith. so odd. I think, yeah. uh, I think it's... We're looking... I, you, other people looking at our uh, review of this could be seen in a couple of ways, right? People looking at yours can be like, well, yeah, we kind of like should expect more because they're capable of those things but if they look at it from my way it's kind of like well they might even call me like uh, like a lot of people tend to say my opinion or like someone who's a bit more like average about everything like in the middle of everything um, they would say that I'm like a sympathizer or something right like someone who's like simping for Xbox or whatever or like it's just content with whatever I get which is to a degree is like uh, true I'm fairly content with whatever I get like but I think I would definitely say if it felt underwhelming. I don't. I don't think underwhelming is the correct descriptor of this. I just think it was. I was whelmed. You know. Sure. I wasn't underwhelmed. Sure. I, I was, was just underwhelmed whelmed. personally. But yeah. I'm. So it's, you got two views here, right? So like, I have to think about my personal interests and what I want to play. I was gonna say, yeah. The... I have to think about the wider Xbox. So I should probably clarify here. Um, personally, I yeah didn't like it at all on a wider sort of you know from a xbox platform viewpoint i think it's probably one of the best showcases they've ever had because they are going to hit so many different audiences with the stuff they shoot and they really are you've got racing you've got mobas you've got multiplayer games you've got single player games you've got game pass games you've got really big games like starfield and um they're hitting all of I think that was the point, right? Because a lot of companies realize now that you can't please everyone. So they try to like at least give everyone something rather than not give some people nothing. Does that make sense? Like they had to sort of split it up between all the groups rather than just concentrate on three out of the six groups, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it's surprising, Jake, because obviously this was the first Game Pass showcase we've ever seen. Because let's be honest, Xbox is not selling Xbox anymore. They're selling Game Pass. I don't think it was the first. I think it was the second. I'm pretty sure we had a very similar thing last year. Okay, fair. It was definitely wasn't to this scale. It felt way bigger though. Yeah, this was this was like like an upgraded version of last. Like last year, I think they only showed off maybe maybe of the twenty games they showed off, maybe like six or seven of them were Game Pass. Whereas this time, I think like, I think they showed off like, they they at least they I think they announced like thirty five ish games, and maybe like twenty of them were Game Pass, maybe even like twenty five. Like m- the majority of them were, are going to be on game, whether it was on just PC Game Pass or and b- both PC and regular Game Pass. So yeah, no, this was they're definitely selling um, Game Pass nowadays, hundred percent. Totally, because uh, totally. it's it's their. I think I think more people have. The Game Pass subscription than just a regular one, right? So because it's it's like included. I don't think you can even buy regular ones anymore, can you? I don't think so. No, I think it's so... only Ultimate that you can buy now. Yeah, there you go. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, Game Pass is killing it, and it looks like it's not going anywhere anytime soon, so. That's true. So, without further ado, uh. Uh, let's dive into the games. Jay, do you mind if we start with Starfield? Is that alright with you? Sure. Do you want me Would to move to a Deadpool? different scene, or should I stay on this? No, 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 we're just doing it game by game, we're just doing it game by game. Okay, start however you want. Yeah, all right, well, Starfield then, so, um, Starfield, you hate, um... Quite divisive, it seems. Yeah. Seems to have split the room. Split the audience. this was one of my most anticipated games, and... There's a few takeaways from this, Jay. Yeah. The first is, I truly don't believe Bethesda wanted to or were ready to show off this game in the way they wanted to. No. I think that because it got delayed, they would have rather showed it either at the end of this year or early next year and done a... It, it just didn't look how they wanted it, and I know that. I just know in my, in my gut, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, the other things are... I felt that Xbox basically showed it because they need like that kind of big hitter, right? Yeah, they didn't for the showcase. They didn't really have much else, right? I think that's probably why a lot of people were sort of disappointed with the showcase because they only really had like that one thing to show off, really. And then also, okay, Starfield is. <laughs> I love um, that you're like really getting serious about this. It's funny. Well, I'm just I'm just trying to phrase it the best. Yeah, I can. yeah, yeah. So Starfield is. Um, a very important game for Bethesda because Extremely. Fallout 4 is divisive, even though I think it's a great game. I and still need obviously to Fallout 76, <laughs> Fallout 76 sort of speaks for itself, but it is fixed and it's it's not a great game. Again, very divisive, very divisive. Yeah, so they they basically need a Skyrim smash out the park. They don't need one, but they deserve a Dude, Skyrim smash. I out keep the saying park, it. Right? They just need to make another another great thing that's going to make them a bunch of money because Skyrim's sort of like had its day to a degree you know Skyrim's totally. their cash so, cow and they need to make another one <laughs> no that's true that is true and and um, I'm sure they know that as well yeah. right so for me to walk away from Starfield we're talking Starfield here we're talking about a space you know a space Skyrim as it were um, and I'm not walking away blowing out my mind there were moments where I was blown out my mind, which was comforting, right? Because there were moments where I'm like, that's what I wanted. That's the Bethesda moment right there. That is the Bethesda moment, right? Yeah. Where he says you can customize your spaceship. That's the fucking Bethesda You can customize more than just your spaceship, for. but yeah. Like, you, things like that, right? Like, where you're like, they just take it up a notch, right? Um, and like, oh, by the way, we've got the base building or whatever. I'm like, cool, okay, fair, fair play. <laughs> I like that. But, that looked awesome. Yeah, yeah, and Just I like evolving. the Fallout 4 base Yeah, there. I think Fallout 4 to me seems more like a, a beta test for Starfield at this point. That's honestly kind of what and, it feels like. And uh, I think, yeah, ultimately, it just what what do you what do you say, Jay? I just I wasn't I wasn't overwhelmed, and I wanted to be overwhelmed. Like the story looks intriguing. The um, space combat looks questionable to me at this point in time the characters i'm not sure the, the dialogue i'm not sure it's too early to call that right the, like you say the gameplay sort of looks like fallout 4 kind of basically with yeah. guns yeah um so with different guns i guess you could say that's a big it's a big deal 
It's a big deal to me. I'm, I'm a little bit gutted. I'm a little bit gutted. I'm starting to get a bit worried about it, truth be told. <laughs> this this makes me laugh so much because I think you may or um what okay, I want you to tell me what you think my um my opinion is and then we'll I'll let you know and we'll see how different they are. Okay. Um I think you thought it looked good. Okay. And obviously there is that no man's sky resource element in there. Um Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. I think I mean, from your perspective, I'm assuming you're thinking it's on Game Pass, so I'll give it a go, basically. Oh, yeah, I definitely actually thought that. That's pretty, uh, pretty spot on. Well, um, okay. D- yeah, I'm not sure how much more specific. Okay, I so feel like you would be. Okay. Uh, well, so we, I think when Starfield was announced, I remember me having like a very, well, I don't really want to like get my hopes up. I need to see it first. And I think I remember. Okay, sure. I seem to remember that your opinion was, "Oh, this. Um, this is. I'm looking forward to this the most. It's going to be yeah, great." Yeah. And I yeah, think because yeah. you had that expectation, and I went into it with literally zero of like, "I need to see it first. I had the. I feel like I had a fairly somewhat. Some things were the same, but some things were the complete opposite in terms of your opinion. Like I definitely went from, like I'd say, you went from like a in terms of like out of ten of like how excited you are about the game. What were you before the announcement, and what were you after the announcement? Probably like an eight before. And now you are and probably a four or five now. See, I'm genuinely the exact opposite. I went from like a four or five to like a six or a seven, maybe an eight. Okay. Oh, I flipped. It completely flipped for me. I was like, okay, I've seen it now. I understand what I feel like I'm probably going to get myself into, and I could definitely see myself enjoying this game more than what I expected. Cool. Now, are you gonna like? take that as like something that you might do something with yourself differently in the future like are you gonna like ex- like you have your expectations be different or is this is this a learning moment <laughs> or do you think you would always have had the same opinion regardless of how you went into it no i think i'd be lying to myself if that was the case but i will say jay you know that i do usually try to keep my expectations as low as possible yeah i, I really mean do. that's sort I of really like do. our motto at this point Right, right, exactly, exactly. The slogan, fucking we've been, don't have high expectations. We've been let down so many times, it's unbearable at this point. I, I, look, to be fair, Jay, I haven't rewatched the stuff. I actually I've might do that later. Like, so, as soon as we're done here, I'm going to rewatch it. Me too. And me then too. we're going we're gonna to talk again about it next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's I re-up. genuinely think, I genuinely think, cause, and I know, I think I've got this re- uh, reconfirmed because I spoke to Al about it, right? Yeah, you always so need that brotherly just... opinion. Right, exactly. So I'm actually curious about what Al like, thinks, honestly. He thinks it looks good, but I he said, you know, oh, it looks good, doesn't it? I said, yeah, it does, but aren't you, like, you're not walking away mind-blown from it, are you? And he's like, no, I'm not. And I was also like, also, it def- they definitely showed it too early, and he was like, yeah, they did. And he, like, and uh, usually me and Al don't agree on loads, Oh, but I okay. think he recognized obviously with like Bethesda games and stuff. Like no, it, well, like we agree on like a fair like we both love the Batman, for instance. Like so some and like we both love Arthur Morgan. So there's some stuff we're like dead like dead on, right? Mm. Um and so he's pretty much I think he's pretty much the same with me where yes, it looks good, it looks great, it's basically a Skyrim in space, but I'm not I'm not like overwhelmed by it, which I was kind of expecting. I wasn't going in thinking I need this to be twelve out of ten. 
but deep down <laughs> you were hoping I'm, think, <laughs> I'm hoping to be like oh that that looks cool man that looks really cool really so and i like had I those said, moments. Some moments i had those 100 percent. like i think uh, yeah. i'm also thinking there might be a thing too where you've you've played bethesda games a bit more than i have over the last five to eight years Mm-hmm. I think the last time I played a lot it, more, I would argue. Yeah, like I've always seen you as the Fallout guy, or like the Bethesda guy, to a degree. Like you, uh, Fallout Three, you were like so hardcore in, and Skyrim, you only really got hardcore in recently, right? So I or feel like, like you. Yeah, I don't exactly. know if I mean I'm not going to speak for you, but I, I want to like see if this is fairly true or not, or if I'm close. No, go on. But Please. I don't know if maybe like much like I have an issue with if I play a game. Like, if I was to play a Pokemon game right now, by November, I wouldn't be ready for playing Scarlet and Violet. So I'm, I'm wondering if your time needed playing between the Bethesda... Yeah, whether whether yeah. it's, like, taken away from your overall excitement of being, like, oh, I've, so I've, I've had this experience, a similar experience, recently, so I can't see myself enjoying it when I know that's going to be coming out. Like, is that having any effect at all or not? Because it would be for me, 100% it would be. Had I played Skyrim... This time last year, I probably wouldn't be excited about, uh, or even Fallout. I probably wouldn't be excited about stuff uh, Starfield as I am now. So. so I think there's two effects. So I think the first effect is yeah, fair play. Mm. If you're obviously playing a Bethesda-like game, then and like they're kind of similar in their own ways, then yes, your appetite for it won't be as hungry, right? That that is absolutely yeah. fair. But at the same time, I'm hungry for me Bethesda going game. back to Skyrim <laughs> and rediscovering the gameplay loop of that game, finishing yeah. off the DLC has reignited my love for the games as well. So okay, it's, it's yeah, a bit, of, it's a a bit, bit of both. both. Okay, understandable. Yeah, no, I'm I'm super hungry for a Bethesda RPG right now, and I'm deliberately not playing Skyrim or Fallout for Starfield. So I kind of want to get all that hunger out of the way with Starfield, and then hopefully, but by the time Starfield is done and all that hunger is gone i can then get hungry again for elder scrolls and then fallout 5 eventually because they did actually i don't know if you saw but they mentioned that they're they, they basically said oh yeah as soon as we're done with starfield it's elder scrolls and as soon as elder scrolls is out we're working on fallout 5 like they actually Why? come out and said that and i was like oh that's kind of insane i mean was anyone expecting anything else though? no not really but i just thought it was like i feel like like i mean we spoke about it a little while ago like people are trying to like a lot of game developers are sort of preparing their audiences more than they would have done 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. And being definitely. like, oh, yeah, we're definitely we're going to be working on this. It's kind of like, well, don't you want to leave a bit of mystery? Like, let us, yeah, let us have you... that, you know? Yeah, I, t- like, we, I, we do, know, I agree with that. Jay. We know you know we know, but we want to. We don't want to know that you know we know, okay? Exactly. That's kind of how we want it to exactly. be. We want a little bit of mystery. I, I'm actually... Um, I did see some headlines on that, but I didn't look into it. But to be fair, Jay, I'm actually disappointed if they said that because... <laughs> We've basically now gone from, oh, you know, 76 is out, so now we know Starfield and Elder Scrolls 6, then who knows yeah, what, yeah, to exactly. we're back in the same fucking position now where, okay, we're working on Fallout 5 after Elder Scrolls 6, so that'll be out in 2035. Great. Should we do any other games? Do you want to just say what I'm playing when I'm 65? Feel free. Like, leave a bit of fucking, like... What if you guys get to the end of Elder 6 and you go, we don't want to work on Fallout 5? Like, I don't I mean, know. I don't they, know that's the thing. They can change you know? their mind if they want to. Just totally up to them. I hope they know that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I hope. I hope that's the thing. I think audiences will react differently to that. Not a lot of people. The mob seem to not react nicely to people changing their opinions, regardless <laughs> of how long yeah. it, it takes for them to change their opinion. It can be thirty seconds, or it can be a couple of years. years. It doesn't really matter how long yeah. it is, as long as your if your opinion changes, we hate you. 
Uh, yeah, I have a couple of things to say. I have a feeling this this yeah. this um, showcase for Starfield had a little bit of the same sort of feeling as what I think Cyberpunk had on release day, or at least maybe the first month of it being out. Like it kind of had that. I think people were had way too high expectations for the game, and so when they saw it, they were like, like you say, underwhelmed. And it's now sort of almost left a bit of bad juju around it, you know. Like it's almost left like a little bit of a grey cloud hovering above Star Starfield now, and I think because the game isn't out yet, they have time to rectify that. Whereas um, because the release of Cyberpunk had that effect, there wasn't really much they could do about it. It just sort of had to run its course. So I think there's definitely hope still. Do you do you feel hopeful? Do you, okay. Here's the other question: Are you playing this game day one? Yeah. Because I think that answers my question of whether or not you're hopeful or not. To a degree, I mean, you could just play it to play yeah. it, but I, f I feel like you. I don't again. I don't want to speak for you, but I have a feeling no, no. you you're going to enjoy this game regardless. Because at the end of the day, I think yeah. someone. I did see someone tweet this. I can't remember if it was like a, an official Bethesda person who tweeted this, or if it was just like a random person. But they were saying something to the effect of, "I don't think a lot of people realize that this is Bethesda make Bethesda RPGs. They just change the the aesthetic and the theme." They make the same game, just with a different theme each time. And people seem, for some reason, seem to be expecting something completely different, when in reality, Bethesda don't do that. They just make the same game. Which isn't, right, isn't necessarily right, right. a bad thing. Right. It's to be expected, and I think people are expecting something completely different when they shouldn't be. They should, their expectations should be met. They should be content with the fact that they know that every Bethesda game that comes out between now and then at the end of time is more than likely going to be a Bethesda RPG, just with better graphics each time, hopefully. Like part part of the appeal to me, part of the appeal of Bethesda is the jankiness surrounding the game. Now I've explained this word to you before. Do you remember what jankiness means? Yeah, I mean, I still feel like you're using it wrong. But now yeah, I'm a hundred percent not. Jank okay. is just sort of like that that really tasty word for like. <sighs> oh, oh, jank is so hard. To, it's almost like you kind of need to have no, like seen it used in context enough times to know what it means. But it's kind of just like. Things that don't, like glitchiness, but not glitchiness. Like things, like, part of the reason why Fallout 3 was so good, and same with Skyrim, is because of how, like, it didn't run perfectly. But, because it didn't run perfectly, added to the sort of love, it's almost like loving a dog that isn't quite, like, is a bit ugly. You know, it's like the ugly duckling uh, scenario. Like, you still love the duckling, because it's a duckling. But it's the ugly duckling. So it's, it's sort of like the underdog, you know? Even though it's, technically Bethesda is a top dog, but it's also the underdog at the same time. Like it's never really going to be like the best looking dog, but it's it's going to be the one you love the most. You know what I mean? It's like that. Well, it's like your kid that is stupid, but you love them the most because they're like they're extremely emotional and loving. Like that's to me, that's what Bethesda is. They're all about that mentality when it comes to making their games. Whether they try to do that on purpose or not, that's just how it is. Just to let you know, the dictionary word definition for janky Please. of extremely poor, unreliable quality. Yes. But but we your, still your, love it because it's it's fun as hell. You cannot your, say to me that Fallout 3 isn't fun. No, yeah. And definitely. that you didn't love it. it you loved it regardless your, of the jank. That's what makes it good. Your, okay, in your uh, example there. Yes. Um, I'm going to analogize it for movies so I can try and understand it myself. Please, yes, yes, yes. So I wouldn't compare it to a movie where, say, like the FX have broken because I think that's doesn't fit the analogy. I think it was but a little if bit. You said to me, 
it, well, I was thinking more if you said you love a film, but it has some bad dialogue, but the bad dialogue almost contributes. Yeah, to no, that's that's a good example, a good analogy. Um, but see, so I, I struggle with your example, Jay, only in the sense of the game would be better if it was more fixed. Not like, necessarily. I don't, think, I, don't... I don't think so. I think that's honestly that's a really good argument to make, but I don't necessarily think that's true. Okay. Let's say that Fallout Three was a like had no issues with it when it came out. Let's say it was the same game, but there was no glitchiness, no bugginess, no jank of any sort. Do you think that would have changed anything? Obviously, hindsight is twenty twenty, but do you think that would have changed yeah, anything? Like, would that have made you think any high, high, more highly of the game, or even you know, would it have, you know, what would have been the difference? With their, I, mean, like, I think so because I hate their bugs, but that's me. Okay, yeah, like obviously there is like a level of frustration with some of the bugs. Some of the bugs were like not funny, but there were some bugs that were like, ha ha, that's a funny moment. At least I can go back to the save and redo that thing. Sure. But if it was like a save bug, it's different, right? Um, sure. So, and to be fair, it does obviously certain like Bethesda bugs create a whole funny culture around those games yeah. where like streaming becomes funnier because people encounter bugs so it, it creates more content too. moments you know right but i guess i guess part of that was just just to do with the technology at the time versus now the technology is sort of we we hope it gets beyond that so there shouldn't be any jankiness in comparison right but i think i think this comes back to our argument i remember we i don't remember what podcast we did this in but we made the argument we i think we even debated about how there's no such thing as perfection in anything. So why are you expecting it in anything if you know that it can't be achieved, right? Perfection is all like, I guess, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? So as long as you think it's good enough, it's good enough. And I still, I still hold to that a lot of the time. And I can definitely use that comparison with Pokemon. Like, if it's good enough to me, it's good enough for me. It doesn't really matter if it's not good enough for anybody else, because I'm, I'm enjoying it regardless. And I think that's that's how I'm going to feel about Bethesda RPGs forever. Don't care if anybody else thinks it's terrible, as long as I'm enjoying it, I'm having a good time. Sure. Right? But I guess it just depends on how much that actually affects the wider scope of the game versus your personal scope of the game. You know, like it's uh, like if the I don't I don't I genuinely don't see how the game can have a bad release. I don't I don't I can't picture myself seeing a large group of people not enjoying the game. Like, what would, what would have to happen for Starfield to have a bad release? Like, I well, don't... I was going to say, it comes It's actually early, sometimes harder. Not be the case, right? I feel like it's harder for a game to have a bad release nowadays than it is to have a good one. Do no, you think? I don't know about that. I don't know like, about I feel that, like it was yeah. fairly difficult for Cyberpunk to have a bad release. Like, it had, it had so much riding on the fact of it being good. But because it was released early, that was the reason why. So I guess if Star if Starfield had been released early, then yes, I could see why there'd be an issue. But it's not going to be, is it? So... Exactly. So we're all right, I think. I mean, unless we I see another delay, but Jay. I don't know. My faith has been slightly restored. I'm glad. I actually do really want to rewatch that gameplay moment just to see, yeah, like, because there yeah. were aspects of it where I was like, I think initially when I was watching it, I was kind of like, okay, I, this does look good. But then there were moments where I was like, yeah. Not sure yet, and I. Uh, but whenever I see anything, when it's regardless of whether, it, like, if it's way before it's out, I never expect that to to be exactly how it's going to look anyway. So I'm kind of happy. Yeah, you know? of course. Of so, course. I don't know. Of course. No, you're right, Jane. When we remove all the splarkle, 
Yeah. I think you're definitely right. Like, there's no way we're not going to enjoy this game. I mean, how can we not? You know, I mean, it's a, it's a it's a Bethesda RPG for Christ's sake. I think yeah. the the uh, the most recent Bethesda RPG I haven't been happy with is Fallout Four. But that's more in hindsight than uh, than leading up to it or before. I think leading up to it, I was very excited about it. But having played it, it's sort of uh, I don't know. I feel like it, I just had too much of it at that point. I don't know. Maybe because of Skyrim or Fallout Three, it just sort of. Well, it's a big game. Just too, wasn't hungry enough. So. I don't think it's hard to say. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it was um, just too similar. On the note, Jay, I probably should have prefaced this before, but I'll 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 pitch it in now. I'll pitch Please it do. in now. Um, one of the reasons I didn't like the showcase that much is yeah. because there was a lot of games that were not here. We didn't get any yeah. Halo Infinite. We didn't get any Hellblade Two. We didn't get any Fable. We didn't get any. We don't know what Compulsion Games are doing. We don't know what Double Fine are doing. We don't know what anyone is doing jay now, we don't know where any of the games are i don't know like i think it was quite smart they did the here's what's coming in the next year because 12 it's like, months oh, they specifically well, said games... 12 months they said specifically 12 that's true and can i just be frank jay Please. some of those games are not coming out in the next 12 months i fucking bet money on that i'd say the majority i'd say like 80 percent of them are coming out in the next 12 months i agree with that i agree with that but and I think I get why they did that, but I wouldn't have actually done that because uh, you know I'm disappointed. I think in it. it sets expectations lower, which is what they want. They want low expectations because mm. high expectations means le- bad outlook or bad uh, opinions, <laughs> I guess. If there is a, if a, if a thing as a bad opinion, um, for when like they they know it's almost like damage control before there's even any damage expected. You right, know? like right, it's definitely right. a good thing. Um, I have like two counterpoints to what you just said. Yeah. Go ahead. So you were saying about how there wasn't certain things shown off. So I guess yeah. one of the reasons for that is, uh, I guess that to lower expectations is definitely one thing. Um, they probably didn't want to show off too much because let's let's say they showed off everything they're working on. That's probably going to be more like a two to three hour long presentation, don't you think? They want to keep it fairly well, I concise. And I think they think they could have cut out and shortened some of the bits. To be fair, in my yeah, opinion. I mean, but again, I think realistically, it would have been like a, almost almost a three-hour-long showcase had they shown off everything they've probably got going on. But like, it, but they have so many studios. Like, I get you. That's point, what I'm saying. So like, many. They got too many. But to a degree, Wolfenstein Three. Where's that? What? is id working on what is machine games working on maybe some of this stuff is too early maybe everything you're mentioning we'll find out this time next year maybe but frankly jay some of these games have had a long time to gestate okay hellblade one came out in 2017 jay 2017 okay compulsion games we happy few when did that come out like 2018 oh man Maybe? i thought i was gonna say 2015 but yeah you might be right oh, yeah. <laughs> i think the full release or whatever right but um, like... i think you it almost sounds like you've got it too good right now like i think you're expecting too much out of people too soon it's kind of what it seems like but to me well, like you... a game takes at least like seven or eight years to make like i know that's like a long time and it definitely there's games that have come out in much shorter times much better games that have come out in much shorter times but to me if i know if i tell myself it's not coming out for at least like four to eight years it then again lowers the expectations and then anything that comes sooner i'm just more happy about this is definitely the motto for this one also is lower expectations just like <laughs> <laughs> we're going to call uh, this one lower lower your expectations 
I mean, I will moving forward, but um, I do you know? I, I'll tell you why I've got high expectations, Jay, because Sony and others. Oh, I see. Like Sony's doing so well. Deliver, <laughs> yeah, right? that's right. Actually, so, like, yeah, that's true. I'm getting a bit. Fr- I'm. I'm not getting a bit. I am getting fucking frustrated because <laughs> even though it doesn't matter to me, right? I've got both consoles. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Why am I getting so angry? Best of both sharp, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, but it, it frustrates me because when when Sony get an exclusive, they get Bloodborne. When Xbox buys Obsidian and we get an exclusive, it's grounded. Oh, when sure, sure. Xbox acquire Bethesda, we get. What do we get? We get Starfield, which mm-hmm. is like one of the most mixed receptions of a Bethesda game. I'm not like I. Th- I mean, I think. Oh, let's say it's not blowing us out of the water universally. Everyone thinks that, right? It's not a cyberpunk. It's not a seven remake, right? Mm-hmm. When Sony buys Insomniac, they make Miles Morales and Spider Man. Yeah, sure. I I just when Xbox buys Activision, we don't get any news. Overwatch Any 2, we get Overwatch 2. Uh, you're right, I apologise, and Diablo 4. And Diablo that's 4. True. That's true. You're right. Do we get anything on Call of Duty? No. Do we get on anything on any other licences? No. And um, I just don't know what the actual F Xbox is doing. I, I... People are like, Fable's not coming until 2026. Then why the fuck did you show me like three years ago? Why did you show me? This sounds so. This is my other uh, side of the argument is that this sounds to me like part of the reason why you're disappointed in the showcase is because they didn't show off things that you specifically are looking forward to. 100%, bro. And to me, it sounds like you're having a very similar um, thing happen to you right now that happened to me in 2015, which was when I switched to PlayStation, was because Xbox didn't have anything for me. But PlayStation had everything for me. So it sounds like to me that you're definitely like your your very deep personal uh, enjoyment out of games seems to be coming more from the Sony side than it does from the Xbox side currently. Absolutely. So you're you're just going through the same thing I did in 2015 right now, where PlayStation just I has more for you. Yeah. And you can't really do much and about that, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just how it is. I don't really see it changing, to be honest. Like, but so I said the same saying... thing. But guess where I'm at right now? Game Pass, right, baby. Right, right, right. Right, I'm right, right. back. I'm, I'm still doing both, but I'm definitely. I'd say I'm more on the Xbox than I am on the PlayStation. All that depends. I'd say I'm more like so, sixty forty. But there you go. In the near future, then, Jay, do you still you still see Xbox as more of a place for you at the moment, in, in, in terms of what they're doing and how, like it appealing to you? I guess. I feel like if you're a gamer nowadays, one as, um, I don't want to say. Uh, well versed as as we are of a gamer, like we kind of we definitely require, but we're we're quite diverse in our in our uh, love of different genres across the board when it comes to gaming. So we kind of require both consoles, right? We yeah. like we're not the kind of person who will just stick with one because there's everything we love is divided between the two. Whether it's divided seventy thirty or sixty forty, fifty fifty or ten ninety, it doesn't really matter. As long as it's any amount of percent, we're still going to get both. It just I feel like we just need to sit back and be like, well, why don't we just enjoy the fact that we have love for both, regardless of how much love is for one rather than the other. So I think rather than me being like, Xbox has nothing right now, I should be, well, at least they have some, there's, there's at least something there. And let me just like, 
enjoy PlayStation as much as I am now, but just don't like you can forget for the minute about Xbox, but as soon as something comes in, just go and play it and have fun then. Don't do I'd say not to expect as much love as you have for the PlayStation as you should as you would lo- like to have for the Xbox. I think it's because you've you've had such a long time on Xbox and you've had everything answered for you on uh, on that console, but now it seems to be shifting and you've probably I'm done again, don't want to speak for you. But it sounds like you're having a hard had hard time having there be any amount of change in your love of one over the other. Because I, like I said, I went through the same thing in 2015, and it's it's definitely it's taken what six seven years for me to shift back. It's taken a long time. So I mean, it could take any amount of time for you, but regardless, you know, would you say you feel like that, or would you say you don't feel like that at all? Yeah, no. This is just this is just how it looks from the outside. So I'm, I'm not. I mean, again, I can't I can't tell you. What it looks like from the inside, but from the outside, is how it looks. So, yeah, no, I think I think you're spot on, Jay. It's just I a shifting in I the found, in the degree. Yeah, you know? I found a sort of, I sort of found a new home in Xbox and the original Xbox with some of their games, right? And then that continued on the 360, and then I still played Xbox One despite there being like zero games on it, basically, but um, enjoyed it. And now it just gets to a point where I'm like, Xbox, you're just doing. If it weren't for Game Pass, you're doing absolutely oh, 100%. Yeah, Game Pass is, is keeping zero. them afloat massively. Do you know what's funny? I just realized, in hindsight, I didn't need to buy an Xbox One. Because everything's backwards compatible sort of thing? Or... No, just because I didn't play it enough for me to warrant have, having bought it. I played it for the maybe the first 9 to 12 months after it came out, and then I didn't touch it again until near the end of its life cycle. Like genuinely, I think I played it in 2019 and 2013. That's the only, probably the only two years I actually played on Xbox, and I had it that entire time. That's like that's sad, really, isn't it? <laughs> but like that's how much of a of an effect the shift had on me is that I probably didn't even need the Xbox One, honestly. Right, right. And I imagine you. I mean, I don't know how much PS4 you played during that time, but. Yeah, I mean, so I got my PS4. I think I got it 2019. There you go. So you, again, you didn't. You might as well not have bought one until recently. As well. It just makes sense, doesn't it? So I think yeah, we probably need to think. I mean, that's probably not as much of an issue now. But I, I don't. Th- I don't think you didn't need to buy a Series X. You definitely did. Um, but uh, yeah, you just need to realise that there's like a slight shift right now, and that it'll probably, mm. you know, it might come back. What would you say is your like percentage? For love of each console and the games that are being released, either recently and/or in the future. We because um, you're constantly playing Xbox. Yeah, we're, we're definitely including that. I'm saying. Well, to be fair, my Xbox is my third party machine as well. So like your AC Valhalla's, your Wonderlands. I'm saying. Um, because I like achievements, <clears throat> and technically speaking, the Series X is supposed to make them run better. But um, in terms of games. Oof. I mean, like you say, I play my Xbox most of the time, right? It's got Microsoft Rewards on it, which I like. It's got yeah. achievements, but it's got like backwards compatibility. It's got X- FPS boost. So all of these things is great, but the actual games, exclusive wise, maybe even incorporating Game Pass. I mean, it'd have to be 60, 70 PS5, 30, 40 um, Xbox. Really? I was expecting you to say the other way around. <laughs> well,. It depends, right? If you're like, I would probably get rid of my Xbox sooner. Than, mm, oh, that's a hard one. That's tough, dude. That's tough. It's tough because no matter like how much I like my Xbox and all the stuff on it, the Xbox is not going to play Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. 
yet. <laughs> yeah, I think I don't. I would. I don't think I'd ever play. Uh, the only Final Fantasy I've ever played on Xbox is thirteen, and fifth. No, no, I played fifteen on PlayStation. I played on PlayStation, yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know, I guess what we're saying is that the future of Xbox doesn't look as bright as PlayStation. Is that what you're trying to say? Oh, that's. 100%. I'd honestly say it the other way around, but it just depends on what you're looking for, you know? I think ultimately yeah. it just depends on what you're looking for. So I don't know whether your uh, review of the showcase was entirely justified just because of the fact that it might just be that it's just, I guess, again, we are the gaming opinion, so it's justified in your own world, which is, you know, if it's, if that's all that matters to you, then that's all that matters to you. That's fine, you know? We can what's agree or disagree regardless of what's happening, so it's all good. Like, what's the next game? Because well, we, that was a massive right. tangent. <laughs> it was a massive tangent. Jay, so Starfield, I'm is... looking forward to it. Nick, maybe not so much. We'll have to wait and see. Yes. Uh, Redfall. First yeah, game I'm show. fairly excited about that. Um, again, I, I, we've seen a lot, but we haven't seen enough. I need to... I think I need... It's Game Pass, right, Redfall? Yeah. yeah so, yeah, yeah, yeah again, yeah. the thing is... It's, it's, I keep saying this, but if it wasn't Game Pass, I don't think I'd buy it. <laughs> It's one of those ones where I'm just—it looks a lot like. Um, it actually kind of looks like a better version of uh, Back for Blood, honestly. So I'm kind of just hoping. Uh, it's, there's definitely like a class kind of system, and there's like the fact that it has like abilities. It's almost like a MOBA in style too. Like it has skills and abilities and stuff like that. More like an RPG uh, element to it. So uh, yeah, I'm actually kind of. Like, I'm definitely going to play it 100. That will be day one play for me. Interesting. Well, they spent a long time hmm. on that, by the way. They showed that off for like a good. Eight, nine, ten minutes, right? They played. They put. They man. I remember even like. I think I was watching Max watch it, and he was like, "Why are they spending so long on this game?" <laughs> it's kind of insane, but yeah. What's your What's your opinion on Redfall? Are you playing that, or are you, are you trying it at least? Yeah. By the way, Jay, I'm not ignoring you. I'm just trying to get a list of no, games coming to Game Pass. Um. Yeah. So, Jay, uh, you're gonna see a trend in this, unfortunately. Um. This game did not impress me at all. I don't care for it. It's multiplayer. It's vampire. No offense. It's multiplayer. It's vampires. Um, We're starting to see another trend where we realize why I liked the the showcase and you didn't. It just had everything I love about games in it. I had the racing, yeah. everything. I can't yeah, exactly. wait. I can't wait for exactly. Forza, dude. Forza's going to be insane. Um. So it, it looked bland. Um, yeah, I don't, I still don't know what the game. I don't think the showcase was that good. I don't know what the game is. Yeah, me neither. That's plays. one thing I didn't quite understand is what the actual game is. Like, is it just story? Is there like actual like the one thing I did see was articles talking about like progression in the game will only progress for the person who's the host of the uh, of the game, which actually oh, makes sense God, to me. That's like. But that's so like PS3, right? Do you yeah, but I, I don't think I'd have it the other way around. I'd much prefer my own progress be done by me and not by anybody else. That makes sense? Like, I'd rather do the yeah, actual so progression that, that of the game. If there's a multiplayer aspect, the that's then when I want to play with other people. Why not give us the option? You know? Yeah, I guess. I mean, maybe they just maybe they might introduce that later on. Hard to but say. But yeah, it didn't, I don't like the look of this game at all. I think one, not, of the, one of the things I look at in games now is like the shelf life and like replayability and I'm just, I'm just curious about what the actual like... Uh, how long this game's going to last, you know. I think sure. the longevity of games is what makes them great a lot of the time. I disagree with that, but I take your point. Uh, some, uh, some, a lot of the time and not all the time is what I mean. Like, 
a longevity game is almost sometimes a good indicator on why it's still around. Sometimes, not always, like especially with mobile games. Yeah, I'd I'd say more so in mobile games, but with cons, like bloody Rainbow Six, dude, is a great example. Yeah, but I would never play that game. That's what. Okay, I'm not saying that the game is good because it's around for long. I'm just saying it's there's a reason it's around. There's because enough people enjoy it for it to still have being made enough money. It's not. It's not. It's not a ranking of whether the game's any good necessarily. Um, I I say that has a somewhat of an effect on my ranking of some games. Like For Honor is another one that's been around like forever. Next game, Jay. Uh, there's some weird smaller games in here, but alas, some uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song coming, to including the... that. Yes, um, that actually made me want to play Hollow Knight. I was like, oh, I kind of want to play Hollow Knight. Coming to get Game Pass Day One, so Hollow Knight's already on Game impressive. Pass. I think it's on Cloud Gaming. I want to say. Is there only one Hollow Knight, or is there more than one? No, there's only one, but um, there's lots of DLC packs for it. Oh, yeah, I'll have to check that out, because it did look pretty good. I'm not a massive fan of, like, Metroidvania-type games, but I'm willing to give it a go, potentially. I think there's and actually only one that I really enjoy. Actually, that's a lie, there's two. I like, I like some of the Mega Man games, and I like Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight's another good one. But yeah, this, this, is, like a, this is a different character, isn't it? Hollow Knight character? I think so, but I couldn't tell you anything about it. I only played Hollow Knight for like a few hours. I couldn't get. wasn't for me. Really, wasn't for me. I really want to try Ori um, at some point as well. You, I mean, because you've played Dark Souls, I feel like you'd like Hollow Knight, and because also you've played um, other stuff, you might like or Ori. Mm-hmm. But I didn't like Ori either, so they. I think they're fairly similar, to be honest. Well, isn't Child um, of Light a little bit like that, or am I wrong? Nah, I mean, I'd say it's much more RPG, much oh, more okay. easy, basically. Fair enough. Less action, less action, but definitely as good. Uh, High on Life, Jay, which I thought was yeah, I was surprised really by this. Interesting. Yeah, it's made by the same guys who did Rick and Morty, right? I know there's going to yes. be a lot of people playing this game because there's a lot of fans of Rick and Morty. Right, right. A lot right. of the uh, well, people who are now probably in their late teens, because Rick and Morty came out a while ago. It came out when a lot of like eleven-year-olds loved it <laughs> at the time. A lot of like eleven to fifteen-year-olds were both like all over that, so they're probably all now in their like early twenties, late teens. So yeah, there should be. That's like the perfect audience for for a game like that. So I don't think I'll play it, but I'll. Uh, I'm glad that there is a, a. Again, I'm glad for people who are fans of. I mean, fans of Rick and Morty have been getting loads recently. So. Totally. Like, that whole like. Totally. Era, era of like cartoons and, and animation and stuff is yeah is kicking off for a lot of people. So it, I, I, I like the idea of it too, like the fact that your gun is like an actual like talking thing yeah, and you have to like hilarious. collect them and stuff. That is a really smart idea. Yeah, totally. Really I totally agree. And also going to Game Pass, so yeah. you're gonna hear that a lot. I might even just test it. Like Game Pass just allows me to do that now. You know, it's great. <laughs> Game Pass is basically like a demo library, but the actual thing. <laughs> That's true. It's, it's kind like of insane. The biggest demo disc you've ever yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Jay, one of the biggest announcements from the whole showcase, Riot Games' biggest titles are all coming to PC Game Pass. Yeah, I was kind of pissed off about this. Everything. But I loved it at the same time. I'm glad that it exists, but I was like, if this was on console, this would be the biggest thing ever. Yeah. If you yeah, could play totally. all yeah. of those games on console... My 
God, the amount of money that Microsoft would rack in would be insane. I mean, they're already going to be racking in loads just for the fact that it's on PC Game Pass, but if it was on actual Game Pass Game Pass, they'd probably have to increase their subscription. Just for the fact they know they'd make a hell of a lot of money. Like, they, the subscription for Ultimate would go from eleven ninety nine to, like, $16.99. Like, they'd have to in- increase it just because of the quality of, like, those three games. It's, like, insane. That would make them so much money. My God. Out of curiosity then, Jay, so do you think this announcement, along with the other stuff as well, but this announcement in particular, th- yeah. this is going to gain thousands and thousands of Game Pass subscribers, do you think? It'll be a lot, but it's probably not as much as they're expecting. I, th- I think it'll... It's one of those ones where it's kind of like a heads, like a 50-50, where it'll either do really, really well or or not quite hit their expectations. I don't think it'll do terribly. I think it's... It definitely has a chance to do terribly, just because I think most of the people who play uh, PC games like to play them on their own client versus Game Pass. I feel like if you're like, um, it does feel fairly niche, but I don't. I think I don't know how many people already have PC Game Pass and who use it as much as regular Game Pass. You know, like I didn't think regular Game Pass was anything until like this year or last, the like maybe the middle of last year. So I don't know. They obviously know more than I do. So. Maybe you know they wouldn't have done this unless they thought it was going to do well. Hopefully, <laughs> so I don't know. That's that's. I would love to know the like real statistics on that. I'd really love to because it would show me a lot more. It would give me a hell of a lot of knowledge just to know the numbers on that stuff. Couldn't a tell. game that I'm very very excited about, Jay, and mm. that I was hoping and is coming to Game Pass, which I'm thrilled about because I would have bought it. A Plague Tales Requiem sequel to a Plague Tales. Yes, Tale yes, okay. Looks fantastic. Can't wait to play that day one. Not necessarily my cup of tea, but yes, yes, I I understand the appeal. It does. It's a very pretty game, and it does look like it has a really good story. It's a sequel, right? You said sequel. Yeah. Yeah, no, again, 2019, I think. Looks great. I imagine, I imagine a lot of people will, will get Game Pass for maybe not that particular reason, but um, they'll definitely no, want to no. try it at least. So, yeah, yeah, agreed. Sure there's, there's a great fan base out there for that. Agreed. Um, do you want to play? Do you want to try Shredder's Revenge after this? By the way. Oh yeah, sure. Okay. Next up, Jay Forza Motorsport, and I don't like like racing games, so. Off you go. <laughs> this was kind of like uh, this was. I was actually. It's weird. I saw it and my jaw dropped. I was like, Oh my god, they're actually doing it. Um, it was expected, about but it time, was right? it was like unexpected at the same time. I, I, it was one of those. Yeah, it's about yeah, kind of about time, I guess. I mean, they just released for uh, Forza Five Horizon Five, so it's kind of like whatever. But um, a lot of Forza fans would be like, It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing because it isn't really like Forza Five or Horizon is more like an arcade simulation game. Whereas yeah. uh, motorsport is more like an actual simulation game. So I, if uh, it's, it's it's Game Pass, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if it wasn't yeah, Game Pass, it, I wouldn't exclusive. buy it. Uh, yeah. But the fact that it is, I will definitely play it for that reason. I do. I love my my racing games, regardless of uh, of what they're like. So I'll definitely try it out. See what it's I like. know Horizon Five got incredible reception. Arguably one of the best racing games, if not the best. Ever, yeah, I I, it got ten out of ten, didn't it, or nine out of ten? Yeah, I think it did, yeah. yeah um, 10 out of 10. Um, I think it was their game of the year. But my question to you, Jay, is to me, from the showcase, this definitely looked like them trying to really make a truly next-gen blah, blah, blah. Oh, 100%, blah, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. I think this this trailer definitely um, 
was very targeted towards the hardcore fan base of the Forza games rather than the not so hardcore. I think the not so hardcore just sort of enjoyed it by proxy, um, but the hardcore ones were probably pretty excited about a lot of this stuff. So yeah, no, I, I I'm not as hardcore as, as some of those people, but uh, a lot of those people tend to like have those like massive like racing wheel setups with like the big things you know like the the pedals and everything so yeah like they're very hardcore and that kind of stuff so i'm glad that they're they're getting that and it's finally coming it definitely does look good but the graph like it doesn't really they didn't really say anything that made me kind of go that made me want to play it more it was kind of like i already had already was going to play it so i mean you could like this you just could have been like oh yeah by the way four was going out and i would have been exactly the same amount of excited so just you know everything was a bonus really it was kind of like oh okay yeah that makes it more interesting sure awesome sure. i'll still play it and i'll enjoy it more for that reason probably microsoft flight simulator got some new stuff <laughs> including being able to fly pelican from halo yeah you, you did you message me after the showcase or was it before the showcase about uh simulator i think it was before because you you were saying something about achievements because you wanted to get some uh, game pass rewards or whatever yeah, Microsoft rewards from Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah, you you messaged me saying, "Is the game any good?" And I was like, "Or is it? Or was it on Game Pass?" And I was like, "Yeah, I think so. It's fine." Was it that? Oh, pretty sure it was. I'd have to double check, but I'm pretty sure you nah, asked me. Nah, it was Flight another Simulator. game. Oh, what game was it? I'll I'll have a look. Anyway, what okay. you th any thoughts on the Pelican? I mean, cool. I guess like yeah, I'm not going to yeah. download it for that reason. So fair play. Definitely, I probably uh, would still want to give it a go eventually, though. Yeah, I'm the same. I'll probably play it for like 10 minutes or something. Uh, Jay, what about... I mean, this is your main topic, to be honest, Jay. We're, on, we're, on, we're, at, we're at the point in the show. Overwatch 2. Yes. Yeah, this is probably like one of my most anticipated for this year. Uh, I actually re-downloaded Overwatch to play this morning just to sort of give it another go. Because um, I've watched one of those can games that's tough because it's like you can you can enjoy it and not enjoy it at the same time. It's very frustrating sometimes. But go on. Can you ask what? Can I just ask a couple of questions before you do the Please deep dive? Please do. Um, first off, were you expecting it to come out this year, free to play? Yeah, because they're, they're already playing it in the in the tournament. So okay, it's ready to play, obviously. But yeah, oh, I mean, okay. so they're, they're they're currently on in I think the third. So the the uh, Overwatch League has like different sections. It has like eight sections throughout the year or something, or maybe even six sections. And I think they're currently like a third of the way through. And that since the beginning of the season, they've been playing on Overwatch Two. So it's currently being played. It's beta, I guess, but um, it's definitely ready. It's an, if it's ready enough to be played in tournaments. So it must be ready enough sooner rather than later, right? Sure. And and free to play was that surprising? <sighs> Fucking insane. My god. In, okay. So right, so the big thing about it is it's coming out October fourth. We'll start there. So it's fairly okay. soon. That's fucking insane. Yeah. It's coming out before yeah. Gotham Knights, so I'll be playing it up to that point. By um, the way, it was Blue Dragon that I asked you about. Oh yeah, you're right. I'm pretty sure you asked me about Flight Simulator as well, but I can't remember. Oh fair play. Um, anyway, sorry. Yeah, so it's coming out October fourth, it's free to play, which is insane. So part of the reason why it's free to play is because they're they're changing their loot box system. So loot boxes right. are now no longer in the game. That's okay. because of two reasons. One, people thought it's just like gambling, and the government were like, "You probably shouldn't do this anymore." So they probably got told by the government to stop doing it. <laughs> that was one aspect of it. I think the second aspect is that uh, the audience sort of got to the point now where they've realised that loot boxes are basically a scam, um, and so they kind of want to introduce something new. 
but still have all the uh, you know all the uh, cosmetics and what have you. So they've done they've done a couple of things to combat that. One of the things is they've now got a battle pass system. So if you want to pay money to get extra on the battle pass, you can. They're giving you the options to still get some things, but not a lot, which is kind of like Blizzard are being very very bad with their uh, monetization on their games recently. Biggest example being Diablo Immortal. Bloody hell, it's, it's the worst rated Blizzard game of all time, and it's like it's completely trashed and it's it's terrible. Um, Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Last time we talked about Diablo Immortal, you you've been enjoying it, right? Well, no, I don't. I wasn't saying necessarily I was enjoying it. I was just kind of like it's basically just Diablo three for mobile, but worse. Like there's less to do. So, so after playing it for a few days, you don't like it, is that right? I mean, I wouldn't. I I remember saying on the podcast, I was kind of, I'm not going to be playing it much longer. Okay, right. I think I only really played it for about a day or two, and I was like, yeah, I kind of don't really want to play it anymore. I want to wait so until Diablo four. Ironically, it did end up being as bad as people hoped, I guess. Yes, the guy in the red shirt at the, uh, at the BlizzCon many, many years ago warned us and nobody listened. Uh, well, actually, everybody listened apart from Blizzard. Um, <laughs> yes, that's terrible. Um, so, yeah, Blizzard are kind of being a bit kind of like funny with their monetization. But uh, I wonder, I'm actually curious to see what this battle pass system is going to be like and whether it's actually going to be any good. Um, one thing that they've also added is they've added a new type of... Um, rarity in uh in their drops as it were so before we had like common rare uncommon uh, like legendary um uh types of drops you get out of the lot boxes uh, loot boxes and like different skins rarities and stuff they've now added a, a mythic type which is like one above legendary which is obviously going to be a lot harder to get but um cool. they're, they're basically just trying to like make more unique um, skins to bring people to actually buy the battle pass, I imagine, because they're getting rid of loot boxes. They now need to get a reason for people to want to buy the battle pass, like extra, so you can get every single thing on the thing, you know. Which I think is actually pretty good. That's definitely like one of the things I really enjoyed about Overwatch was the cosmetics. They, I really enjoyed that side of stuff. So I'm glad they're doing that. I actually have like a whole picture here, like a whole like roadmap thing that I kind of wanted to like have a look, have a quick like read off of, if you don't mind, may I? Yeah, yeah, please, yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> okay, so yeah, free to play. That's amazing. Um, they've okay, said well, before you do. Sorry, sorry, Jay. Sorry, I've I've literally just after saying it's okay, it's not. Um, <laughs> what was your reaction to uh, the Junker Queen? Or was that part of this roadmap thing? I mean, I imagine it will be. Yeah, I'll, I'll discuss. It. I mean, I could talk about it now. Um, yeah, Junker Queen was cool. I kind of had a feeling that. I mean, I knew they were going to be adding more heroes eventually, um, but she actually. It's funny, I think she's the first new character that I've seen where I'm like, oh, I actually really want to play as her. I think a lot of the new characters that have come out, like Baptiste, Echo, um, who else was there? I can't even remember now. But yeah, a lot of the new characters, uh, I think one of the only characters, Sigma, I think was the only one I was kind of like fairly interested in. But a lot of them have just kind of been a bit meh, not really my thing. But this one actually looks pretty decent. I wouldn't mind trying this one out. Uh, but yeah, part of uh, what I was going to say was that they're going to be releasing a hell of a lot more characters over the next like couple of years for Overwatch 2, I imagine. So there's a lot more opportunities now for me to be like, oh, I actually want to like try out more characters because I'm kind of I'm not like bored of the old characters. It's just that I really like I've played so much of it that I kind of just want to like get something a bit more fresher, a bit a bit different. Which I think they're actually doing a fairly good job of, or telling us they're going to do a, a good job of uh, changing the experience, because part of it is that they're changing it from 6v6 to 5v5. 
which I think a lot of people are excited about because now rather than having two tanks, I think you only have one. Is the idea? Because having two tanks just made games like really frustrating. Really and it was just really hard. Like there was too much of a, a bit, bit too much of a wet noodle fight, basically. Um, you know, like people's HP were either going down too quickly or too slowly. Like it was just too much of a thing. Um, they're going to do a new season every nine weeks, which is pretty cool. So you've got a decent amount of time to sort of like, you know, soak up all the content between each new additional thing. I don't know if they're going to be doing that the entire time or if that's just going to be for like the first couple months of it coming out. I'm not really sure. Um, they've done cross progression, which is basically if you have Overwatch on multiple uh, consoles or instances of you buying the game, like Pete. But so it's basically that your progression follows you whether you're on PC, PlayStation, or Xbox. So and it's all cross play as well. So regardless of what you're on, it'll always be the same amount of progression that you have, which I think is pretty cool. I mean, I feel like that's just how a lot of these online games should be now. Um, and then yeah, so they're doing the P uh, initially Overwatch was uh, announced as being a PVE as well as PVP game, but they're not actually going to be releasing the PVE until next year. So there is going to be a campaign oh, okay. mode, but it's not going to be till next year now. So that's that's sort of like, they wait and like oh yeah, it's like just get or... that done later on, you know. Oh, oh you mean like so would you, you rather you know, delay the game? Mind. No, no, they need to bring out they, okay. people still need to play the multiplayer, but you know people can sure. if they've waited okay. this long for the campaign, they can wait longer. You know, that's fine. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the first season is October 4th until December 6th, which is three new heroes, which is insane. They're releasing three heroes, six new maps, 30 new skins, the battle pass, mythic skins, and then the new game mode. I'm not sure what the new game mode is, but that'll be cool. Actually, I think the new game mode, I think, is called push or block or something, which is very similar to the other game modes, but I, I don't really care too much about that. Um, I think the mythic skin thing, by the way, is only one mythic skin at a time. So I don't know if they're going to like do a mythic skin for each character eventually, like over the course of its lifespan, or if they're going to do like a bunch in one go and then the next season it'll be another bunch. I'm not really sure. So be looking forward to that regardless. Um, be, so every, for every season there'll be a new game part, uh, game uh, battle pass. So you'll have to you'll have at least nine weeks to be able to get through it. Hopefully the battle pass won't be too long that you have to play it so much. Like I'm hoping it's only around like 50 levels rather than 100. I don't. I mean, it just depends really, right, on kind of what they want people to do. On with the progression, kind of yeah, yeah. How long do they say? How long like the seasons or battle pass? Yeah, are seasons or? are nine weeks, so it's not too bad. It's like a, a little over two months. It's not too bad. Uh, second season is going to be uh, one new hero, but it's going to be a tank hero. One new map, another 30 new skins. Like that's insane. There's so much content. New battle pass and a new mythic skin. So that's whatever. Um, and then it says 2023 future seasons is going to be all new stuff basically like more new heroes more maps more skins more battle passes more modes and then pve will begin next year as well so that is like the overview pretty much the roadmap of overwatch 2 and i am here for it i'll be playing it day one and i'm very excited about it and you'll be following it all the way through then uh, i don't know i i followed overwatch the initial overwatch on release for at least a year after it came out so i'm hoping to follow this one for a similar amount of time because Overwatch does get stale if you're not playing it with other people, definitely. Very exciting. I'm hoping that the 5v5 makes it a bit more concise and a bit more like... Uh... Oh, the other thing I want to say also is that they're making their ranking system a bit nicer as well. So you'll only... Re I mean, while the ranking system is good now, they're making it so that the ranking is... Uh, once you once If you see someone with a really high ranking, it's a lot harder to get high ranking because you need to have played the game for longer versus you actually being and you need to you also need to be actually pretty good at the game you know like if someone has a high rank it's because they've actually earned it versus 
like because there was a lot of like boosting and stuff in previous ones but i think they're going to try and somewhat combat that in this one so but there's not going to be I, I think they're also going to probably try and hopefully attempt to do you know what smurfing is or like a smurf account no smurfing no. is when like a pro player or someone who's really really good makes a new account to start at the very bottom just so just to play the game basically or like on easy mode to like beat up people and like win games really really easily versus like actually having a challenge so it, as in you right okay yeah so like you rank 100 but you play against rank 10 sort of thing yeah exactly okay i don't yeah, think they're going to be able to combat that but it'd be nice if they could because that can be a bit annoying sometimes yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I don't know if you you probably don't give too much of a crap about Overwatch, do you? I don't. I'm afraid, mate. This doesn't I'm, entice you, I'm, not I'm even glad. a little bit. No, but I'm glad you're okay. looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm just happy to have like a multiplayer game, something to play in between other games. You know, that's kind of how yeah. I'm looking at it. Honestly, it's just like a game in between, in between games. So. Well, it's funny you say that because I always see, you know, like we always say. Well, I say it's a lot, right? Like, I think if a game like if you're thinking about a game and you want to play it when you're not there you know get in get get forward but it's even though i do swap between games all the time as you know i find it hard to like if i if a multiplayer game's grabbing me i want to play it all the time you know yeah yeah i like to think so too are you all good to move on yeah please uh next up we've got era or ara history untold jay's about to tell me how i'm i don't know this game didn't really like Shout out to me too much, I don't think. I can't, I can't even remember the logo. I can't remember what it's about. I think it looks like a Civ type game. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I think that's PC Game Pass only as well. Oh okay. Um, yeah, it's just like another Civ type game, much like Humankind or Civ. But I'm not. I'm, I haven't seen enough of it to know really. And I probably won't mm. be playing it because it's on PC. So. We also got Elder Scrolls Online, High Isle, which you know yep. another. Expansion. Again, I wish I'd been more of a a, a Bethesda person because I probably would have enjoyed playing that for a long time. But I just wasn't. It just takes too much out of you those kind of games, like MMOs and stuff. It just requires too much input. Totally, totally agree. Yeah, just like if you're in it and you've been playing it since day one, you've and you've got the like best time a life. big group of friends who play it every day, then you're a lot more likely. But we just don't have that kind of thing. Yeah. Round here. Round here. Um, Fallout seventy six uh, is introducing the pit, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I remember it. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, I like the pit. Yeah, Yeah. I'm glad that uh, Fallout fans are getting something that they probably wanted. So that's fine. Cool for them. Hot Wheels, beat that. Okay. Forza Horizon Five, Hot Wheels. Oh yeah, they always they always get one. Every game that comes out always get a. a Hot Wheels DLC, or it's like surprising. Hot, yeah, they did get on four. Yeah, no, you're right, though. I think they had the Lego one as well for four. Is that yeah, right? which they'll probably be having a Lego eventually near the end of the life cycle for five. They'll probably get a Lego one. It always seems to come near the end. Uh, surprising announcement, Jay. That I wasn't expecting. Arc two. Yeah, I think uh, we knew that Vin Diesel was involved somewhere. We just didn't know okay. when. So I thought that was quite funny because <laughs> he's not Day having a lot of good pass. press at the minute. So. How come? Um, I think they're having trouble with Fast Ten. Uh, oh, the director okay. left because they had a bit of an argument. So the director was like, yeah, "I'm going to not make. I'm not making the movie anymore." Wow. <laughs> so they had to get another director in. Because Vin, okay. Vin, I think Vin's been just been a bit difficult recently. This was uh, day one game pass, which is interesting. Furthermore, furthermore, I didn't realize Arc One was finished. Truth be told, Jay. It's not necessarily finished. It's more of like one of those games that is like you can just play forever. 
So I mean, and if you, unless you mean finished by like nobody's playing it anymore, I'm not even really sure. But I think I, you can look at Act Two much like Destiny Two for Destiny One, like it's the same game, just upgraded. Like people have probably wanted it for a while. It's just that you know, because Arc One isn't necessarily the best looking game ever. Yeah. Again, it's, it's a fairly janky game, but that's part of the reason why people love it. We also got a release date trailer for Scorn, which I think you're excited yeah, about. Yeah, finally. You? Well, not necessarily. It is basically uh, Giga, Geiger, yeah. however you want to say it, because he said it. He says it like Giga, but most people say Geiger. It's basically a Geiger uh, game. Essentially, what it is, it's basically uh, Aliens, the game, but like if it was just all that weird, creepy artwork. So yeah, yeah, it looks fine. I went, it's I, coming. I don't think I'll play it necessarily. It just looks cool though. Yeah, yeah. Day one to Game Pass, also coming out in October, right before Halloween, which is smart. Yeah, also, Jay, have you seen the Scorn um, thumbnail, if you will, on the game on Game Pass? Because it kind of looks like tall artwork. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, a lot of the tall artwork is heavily inspired by Geiger. Well, I think I think he might have even done some tall. Let's look into that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all of that same wrong. era, sort of that lot, like eighties, nineties type thing. We also are you excited about this Flintlock: The Siege of Dawn? Yeah, it looked it's RPG. funny. The the Xbox showcase showed off some, but then I watched the Xbox showcase extended, and it had more. It had like the same gameplay reveal, but with slightly more added to it. So it had like little snippets of like extra stuff. They showed off like the skill trees and like things like more of the RPG elements. And it actually does look fairly interesting. Is it Game Pass? Do we know? Yeah, day one. Yeah, I'll yep. be I'll be playing that then. Definitely, it looks interesting. Again, it's like a very new worldy type looking thing, so yeah. I'll try it out, definitely. Looks fine. Another interesting trailer we had here, a new action strategy game, sorry, Minecraft Legends. Yeah, I was surprised by this. I was like, what the hell are they going to do now? Um, It does look quite interesting. Again, Minecraft fans are going to be going insane. Right. But not, not my cup of tea. No, me neither, but um, again, I think they're smart in. It's a good evolution of Minecraft, making, honestly. Yeah, yeah, making Minecraft that's not Minecraft, basically. Yeah, yeah. They're, totally. Uh, is it Mojang? Yeah, they're they're good at making yeah. uh, much of you know more just good Minecraft stuff. So totally. Whatever you know. Light Sorry, I can't speak today, guys. <laughs> Lightyear Frontier. Great name. Great. One of the great yeah, names. Yeah, odd name. Um. I can't remember again. I can't remember what the game was. Meg exploration and farming game. Oh, that thing. Like, yeah, yeah, no, that didn't really grab game me pass. too much, honestly. I don't think I'll even try that. It looks interesting, but I'm not going to play it. You know. Yeah, it's kind of like you know. I'm sure there's somebody out there who'll play it. Gunfire Reborn, a shoot 'em up roguelike, coming in October 2022. Got I don't even remember that. So for me, Jay, this was part of the showcase when I was like, oh, this is bad. This is really bad. Like, this is what we're showing as our prime Yeah, there's always high and low bits. But yeah, I understand. Unless you're PlayStation, but yeah. Yeah, The last case of Benedict Fox. This looks very interesting. That did actually look kind of cool. Yeah, even Max was saying, yeah, this looks looks dope. I'll probably try this out. Day one game pass. Yeah. I think the story actually looks quite interesting and and the, the aesthetic of the game. Very Lovecraftian seeming. Agreed. Which is what you want in a lot of games. Lovecraft's always good aesthetic. Agreed. Um, next up, Jay, as dusk falls, uh, a oh yeah, that sort of um, story based like yeah, like like, like have you seen the film Scanner Darkly? 
No. It's a Keanu Reeves movie where the whole movie is, is like a moving painting, much like this game. Very similar, very similar. Except uh, Scanner Darkly is like more of a fluid movement, where this is more of a choppy individual right. painting that, that is just like individual snippets. Right, yeah, pictures, yeah. Yeah, I think well, some people were saying in... this game would have been better had it just been like an actual, like, without the art style. <laughs> I think it oh. does actually look fairly interesting of a story, though. I like the fact that there's different, like, uh, bright. It's a lot like an Until Dawn game in that it branches out and stuff. Similar, but yeah, it's fine. I'm sure there's a fans of that, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I won't uh, be playing. It's coming out a month tomorrow, which is interesting. Game Pass Day 1. Jay, I've actually pre-installed this game because when I first saw it, I was a bit like you. Where I was like, why isn't it just a Telltale game sort of thing? Yeah, basically. Um, but actually, I'm going to be honest, Jay, the trailer fucking sold me. Really? I was like, okay. this sounds really yeah, interesting. Yeah, there were aspects. Good. Definitely. There were bits of it where I was like, oh, that actually is. This, I, I don't know what I thought. I actually thought there'd be a better TV show. It was like a really good TV show to me. I was like, why wouldn't this? I reckon, I honestly think this might have been a game, a TV show that someone was like, why don't we just make it into a game? Maybe. It's kind of what it feels like to me at this point. It feels a little bit like um, like Quantum Break with that whole TV show thing they try to do. Right, right. Very similar. Uh, <laughs> a game that I don't give a crap about, but Jay's very excited about. Naraka Blade Point. Yeah, I got that pre installed. 23rd of June. Boom. Definitely. I played it on PC. I loved it then. And I'll be playing it on console as well. And they're adding a, a campaign mode as well, which is pretty cool. Yes, that does look cool. It's a, a Samurai Battle Royale? Yes, PvP versus... PvPVE. PvP... Whatever hell you want to call it. It's basically a PvP, but you also fight monsters. So it's basically a MOBA. Might as well call it a MOBA. It's a MOBA, but it's a third person, and it's uh, not as cartoony, more realistic looking. It's a sort of very, like... Uh, it's a bit like Smite, honestly. It's kind of like Smite if it wasn't as cartoony. We'll go with that. A lot of customization, very Korean. I think I'm pretty sure. Actually, I don't know. But I think it would be a Japanese game, but it feels more like a Korean RPG. This is definitely kind of what it seems like. But yeah, I'll be playing that. It looks fun. I have to let you know um, on that one. Yeah, do no, please do. I was just about to say that. Jay, um, interested to see what you thought of this one. We got Obsidian's next game, which looks a bit more sort of towards the grounded sort of game. Uh, Pentiment. Which is about yeah, a narrative name, game yeah. about um, a traveling artist, uh, a bit like uh, storyboardy. But yeah, what what did you think about this game, Joe? I was shocked that Obsidian were making it. Truth be told, um, remind what it's called again. Pentiment. Pentiment. What was it about? Like the 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 bishop. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> The one with the bishop. Should we have a look at the trailer, mate? Have a look at the trailer. I'll give you. Yeah, some, I'll, I'll stall while you look at the trailer. I, I genuinely so, can't remember. I'm, I'm, I'm pleased that Obsidian are getting the creative freedom to make a game like this. At the same time, um, I'm thinking like, okay, this is interesting. Oh, that thing! Jesus. Yeah. Oh, if it's got on. puzzles in it, I won't be interested. But it could be interesting. But I'd rather they make something else personally. But alas. It, it was a bit like you know those um, those like old English uh, tapestries. Like the Battle of Hastings tapestry, it looked like that, but if it was a game. Yeah, yeah. yeah it looked yeah. Inter- I, there was honestly a moment where I went to myself, "Do I want to play this game?" It's a Game yeah, Pass now. Yeah, I believe so. If it's I might try it. Honestly, so. I might give it a go. It did. It looked interesting because it was. Uh, it was made by the people who did uh, New Vegas, right? Obsidian. Yeah, they yeah, did. Obsidian. I mean, they did. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, it looks, it looks like interesting. A small team like grounded. I, I think looks, it's just a small team. Definitely a good team. idea. I'm glad to see that there's that there, there are people out there making like very very interesting unique ideas. So yeah, it looks cool. I'll probably try Agreed. it. Out. And we also got grounded full game coming out 2020 July 2020. Nope. <laughs> I'm sure there's some people who enjoy it, but no, it's whatever. That's a whatever game for me. Ereban Shadow Legacy coming to Game Pass day one. Remember Ever- this game? No. This is my point, Jay. This showcase. I'm not so sure it's that How good. How do you spell Lots it? Forget games. You know what I mean? No, but um, it's um, it's it's the oh, I don't know. It's Legacy. Famous. Yeah, you you best just uh, Ereban Shadow. Oh, Legacy. that thing. Um, oh, yeah. the Shadow game. Yeah, that was quite interesting. Um, that's a little bit. There was a game that came out uh, a couple of years ago that was all about shadows, wasn't it? Can't remember what it was called, but it seemed it seemed like an upgrade to that really, a bit more of like a three D version of that. Because all before was just two D, but I think this one is like basically the three D upscale, in upgraded version of that. So it looks interesting. I don't think I'd play it, but it looks it looks interesting. Yeah, Diablo Four. So I was actually my... honestly I wasn't expecting it. You know, funnily enough, I honestly forgot that Xbox bought Activision Blizzard. I was like, oh yeah. god, yes, this is a thing. Xbox, my god. Right. Oh, it's funny, like, whenever well, you go to watch an Xbox showcase, sometimes you look at, like, the predictions, but I didn't even look at a single prediction. So I think that's probably another reason why I was kind of, like, more excited about the whole thing. Because I think if I looked at that, I'd probably have been like, oh, yeah, that exists. But because I waited until it actually was came up, I was like, oh, my God, that exists. You know, it was like a different reaction. Uh, yeah, Diablo 4 looks amazing. Looks a lot grittier. Much like how when we saw it the first time around. And I don't, we, did, we didn't see a release date. I mean, technically it's said within 12 months, right? That I mean, that is right. So I reckon this will right probably box. be a crossplay as well. March, April, May, and cross progression. I don't know when this. I honestly think it might even come out July next year. Do you think that's too soon? By the way, no. The game's looking pretty, pretty close. I'd say. Yeah. I think the only thing I'm worried about is is length of game. But I'm pretty sure they said the game is because the game's open world now. Right, right, right. It's right. not as linear. You can actually play any of the missions in a different order, I think. Or well, you can go different areas in different orders. So it's a little bit. It's actually a little bit like a Mega Man game. Um. So yeah, I'm actually excited about that. I I just I just want to get into it right now. You know, I want to play Diablo Four. Diablo right. Immortal kind of has bummed me out a little bit, so I kind of want to want to play a good Diablo game at this point. Jay, the only thing negative I have about this was I thought the cinematic trailer was was just not Diablo. Like, it got to the end, and I was like, "Wait, what?" Diablo? Are you talking about the Diablo cinematic from this one? From this one. Oh right, because they were one. they they were showcasing. Yeah, so when it first came out, I was like, I actually wasn't sure if it was Diablo or not. I was like, "This is Diablo." What I mean, the thing is, that's it got I mean. there eventually. Yeah, but I wouldn't necessarily that's a, necessarily say that's a bad thing. I think that's more of a good thing in that they kept you guessing. Like I'd say that's more of a, like an actual like pro than a con. Yeah, like yeah, I'd rather announcements true. like leave you guessing until right until you see the logo. Like that makes it more exciting for the audience, I'd say. So that's a good thing if you think about it. At least from my perspective, I'd say it's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, I know it's going to come day one Game Pass, no doubt. Oh, so, the, um, the, dude, the fact that's on Game Pass yeah. is that makes me more hopeful for what you said before about um, what did you say? I was like arguing with you about how there's no way those games are coming to Game Pass. A Call of Duty? Cool, yeah, I was like, there's no way Call of Duty is coming. But that makes me, like, the fact that Diablo's on Game Pass made me go, 
Hang on, call it might. <laughs> very slim chance. Like this, the the one percent chance it might is now gone to like a five percent chance. You know, in my in my mind. So yeah, I'm a little bit more agreeing with you, but we'll see. See if he's got season seven update. I thought the trailer. Oh, was I loved. Funny, I loved. Actually. Yeah, the trailer was great. That was so. Yeah. That was very up their alley. So I enjoyed that. I won't ever play the game, but cool. <laughs> it felt it felt very Devolver esque, you know, like very on the nose, very breaking the fourth wall and all that kind of stuff. So. Sure. Did you watch their showcase, by the way? What the Devolver one? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Couldn't tell you any of the sorry, releases, Jay. but yeah, sure. Uh, I sorry, I should clarify, Jay. I apologise. Diablo Four hasn't confirmed to be on Game Pass. Oh, really? But I'm telling you, it's going to be on Game Pass. Okay. Well, fair enough. In that case, then it might not, it might not be on game. So though. apologies, but no it worries. might not be. We also got Ravenlock coming day one to Game Pass 2023. Yeah, that, I can't remember, this I remember the name all. of that, but I seem to remember that intriguing me. Or at least making me think that it either looked bad or good. Hang on. I'm trying to watch the trailer online. It's not working. And now I've got a fucking advert. In oh, that thing. Yeah, what? This was this Alice in Wonderland inspired. That's what That's what, that's what, it, what it made me think. Oh, uh, okay. It seemed very much like Alice, but done differently. So, yeah. I mean, don't know if I'll play it. I might do. It seems tempting. Uh, we like I say, there's a lot of little games that just oh. seem interesting. Yeah, Cocoon. That looked awesome. Yeah. Dude. Holy crap. Let me look up there. Hang on. Yes, that did look interesting. That did look interesting. It comes from lead gameplay designer Jeff Carson, Yeah, that looked awesome. Who worked on Inside and Limbo. So that's interesting. Yes. No, that looks... I'll definitely potentially let it go. <laughs> it seemed interesting. Yes, it seemed interesting. Yes, it did. Jay, this is an example. This is the perfect example, this next game, of what I mean when Xbox get involved. Okay. So... When Sony get exclusives, they get Final Fantasy 16 and 7 Remake Part 2. When Xbox get exclusives, they get Team Ninja's Wolong Fallen Dynasty. Yes. Hang on, I'm now, myself. I know everyone's very excited about this, and I don't want to be a bummer, especially on people. Pretty sure that's Game Pass as well. Day one Game Pass, um, early 2023, but I'm going to be honest, Jay. This game will not be as good as Neo One and Two. I'm just putting it out there. Oh yes, it's Neo, Neo, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. A Most lot of people were like, "Oh, it's Neo," but it's different. Um, I don't, I honestly because, don't know uh, what to you... expect from this game. Again, it's one of those ones I kind of want to just wait and see, and hopefully my expectations will be either met or um, shattered, as it were. Sure, sure. I just don't. I just don't think it will be. Like as soon as Xbox get involved, it, but. Alas, um, it looks it looks like a PlayStation game to me. That's what made me more interested. That I was, was like, oh, this is a, a PlayStation thing, game right? coming out on Xbox. Why? Right. right <laughs> Interesting, right, right. but okay. I hope it is just that. I hope they were making it and they were like, it goes wherever, you know. Um, yeah. Persona J finally coming. Yeah, that to was Xbox interesting. Game. Um, Persona That's Five I'll probably play because I've always wanted to play it, but I've always wanted to play the Royals one rather than the old one. The, the Royals one, yeah, the Royal one is like basically like the upgraded version. So, I'll yeah. uh, I'll probably so be I'll that one's like an eighty-five percent chance of me playing. I'd say. Fair, fair. Probably won't I, won't I, touch I'm three and four, but yeah. Yeah, I I might touch four, but I'm not sure whether to play them yet, Jay, because um obviously they're time-based games, aren't they? Which stresses me out a bit. <sighs> I don't know. I haven't gotten into it enough for me to like really know. So I I honestly might just go because I. 
I still struggle with the thing of like wanting to get trophies and achievements on games, so I'm, I kind of just want to play it without even like thinking about it. Oh but my god, you can't I, struggle. Yeah. I struggle. Oh god, so. no. uh, we've, we're nearly finished, guys. We're nearly there. <laughs> the last, I believe the last thing, depending if my laptop will load. Yeah, the last thing we've got, Jay. Hideo Kojima partnering with Xbox. Uh, yeah, he also had to specify online about how he's still partnering with Sony on other things as well. And that right. he's he's basically just playing both sides. It's kind of what, like, you know, fancy not, way of right? saying. He was tied yeah. to PlayStation. Why, Why not? not? Yeah, get your money, dude. Get Jay, this was to. another thing that frustrated me a lot because this was a, hi guys, we've got a project with Xbox. Yeah, but it's Hideo Kojima. It we don't know what it is. Yeah, Jay, His name is big I enough promise... to warrant that of an of an announcement. True, but had it been like in a random small anything. developer, we would have been like, "Huh?" Oh yeah, no, totally, I get that. But but let's be honest, Jay, it's not going to be as good as Death Stranding. Well, we don't know. I know we don't know, but it won't be, will it? Well, you didn't you didn't like Death Stranding. No, I didn't know. So if anything, this game has to be better. <laughs> To a yeah. degree. I mean, yeah, this is funny. You, yeah. I still don't think you realise that it's still Kojima Productions. It's the same company making the game. It's just for, uh, for a different... Like it's, this, this game could easily have been a Sony game. It's just Xbox are having it as their exclusive instead. We shall see. I mean, you got. I mean, we don't know what Kojima Productions are yet. They've only sure. made one game. Sure. So we, we, it's, it's kind of good that we're in the early stages of Kojima. Cut. With a director's cut. What do you mean? Director's cut of Death Stranding as well. Oh, yeah, I guess, but I still it's the yeah, same I mean, game, so I don't, I, just, I don't really class that. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know. All right, but it, what I'm saying is this isn't, like, this isn't Elder Scrolls 1. Bethesda make the same game over and over. It's still the Bethesda RPG. We don't know if Kojima makes Kojima games over and over or if he makes something completely different each time. He still he only started making his company like six years ago, if that. It's a very I early early game company. Like there's they've only made one game, so we can't expect like, there's no, there's there isn't really much to go on, other than Death Stranding. So either it's going to be to the same quality, or hopefully more of the quality. I, if it's less than, then that's just I don't think Kojima would do. He wouldn't he wouldn't release a a product if it wasn't as good, if not better than Death Stranding. That's just not in his. Not in his. That's not what the Japanese culture is for a start. They're all I about improving. I think it will be different. Is what I think. Yeah, but that's the thing. To a lot, of, to the wider scope of people, different is a bad thing. Any amount of change is just bad. But it just depends on who you're asking. I think some people are uh, smart enough to know that change doesn't always necessarily mean bad. It can sometimes mean good. It doesn't always mean good either. So yes, I see your your point see your point but you know to me death stranding was death stranding like this his whatever his next project is either is tied to it or it isn't and if it isn't then cool then it's another, another new game and we'll hopefully enjoy it but i don't know I'm, again I, i've got to keep low expectations but it's kojima so i'm keeping an eye on it you know <laughs> kojima's got that name he's got that brand he's got that that um i guess you could say loyalty but i mean we don't know yet he hasn't made enough to, for us to know to a degree i mean he's, he's obviously got a massive back catalog of stuff but with this particular company, it could be different. So, different outcomes. Are you? Are you? Because you didn't like the stranding. Does this make you hopeful or not hopeful for whatever this is? Because if, if this is obviously a new game, 
it might be something that's more in your wheelhouse, your bag. Yeah. Because of the way it was announced, Jay, I've just got a funny feeling oh, that it God. won't be a AAA Death Stranding game. It'll just be some... Du- yeah, no, seriously, yeah. So this is going to be a double-A Kojima game. You're kidding, right? No, because frankly, if he's still partnering with Sony, there's no way that this new studio is making like two games at once, in my opinion. Well, and if he maybe is, he isn't. Like maybe he's making this and then making another one with Sony in 2026, like you say. Maybe. I, I, just I don't, don't think know. he's we got enough people... I don't think he has enough of a team to make two games at the same time. So, I don't think we can expect two games out of him. One for Sony, one for Xbox. No, so I don't. I, we don't. Uh, do we even know if it's an exclusive Xbox game? I think we do, right? I think. I think that's. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. I mean, it could be a timed exclusive. We don't know. It's true. It's true. We don't All know anything. In, yeah. I'd like to see yeah, again. No, this no. is one of those. What Death Stranding? I remember when it got announced. I forgot about that game until it was almost out. Uh, so I'm probably going to do the same thing with this, honestly. Sure, sure. Until, until we see the next thing, I'm just going to forget about it all over again. And that's probably a good mindset when, to have, to be honest. Do you remember when Death Stranding first got announced and like I remember it vividly. To say Death Stranding? Do you remember that? Uh, what do you I, mean I, struggled to say it? You mean like it was just like a, I think because it was everyone, it's a very like, like, bit of an oxymoron, I guess. Well, like I think because everyone's trying to say Death Stranded or Dead uh, Stranding. Yeah, or, yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. It is Stranding isn't much of a word to Death people. Stranding. It's not in most people's vocabulary. So yes, I understand why. Yeah. I still get that mixed up with like Buddy uh, Horizon. I still couldn't tell you what that game's called. <laughs> is it Horizon Zero Dawn? Is that what it's called? It is. I keep wanting to call Slash it like Zero it. Horizon Dawn. I keep wanting. To, I keep mixing up all the three words. I mean, I've, I genuinely think I've called it. More. I've called it each of the possibilities of it could possibly be called with each three of those words in different Dawn orders. Horizon Zero. <laughs> I genuinely have all the time. Yeah. I think it. I just like, oh jeez, it just doesn't like Zero Horizon Dawn doesn't really sound right to me. It sounds like much like been... how I imagine Death Stranding did to a lot of people. <laughs> this has been another meaty show. All right, Jables. We did it. We did it. That was a massive one. I thought we were going to go for like another half an hour. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I wasn't sure how much was left. Nah, we got we got through it, to be fair. Yeah, we, we, were, we were pretty solid. Yeah, there's a lot. Ooh, I'm knackered. I'm knackered. So we did it. We, we, we covered Xbox stuff. Everything's covered. So I guess now it's just time for the games to come out, right? Yes. Yes. Honestly, I'm a bit worried about uh, my ability to be able to afford a lot of stuff in the next coming years. So I'm honestly like a bit unsure about whether we're going to be able to actually be able to play stuff. Um, so we have to wait and see on that, just because of like how the world is at the minute. But um, sure. there's a very small chance that I won't be able to play any games <laughs> next year. Well, if you can afford Game Pass, I definitely think that'll, you know, uh, you'll be able to play at least half of them. Oh, least. that's true. I guess if I'm just playing Game Pass, then I, yeah, maybe. I'm saying worst case scenario. Worst so case scenario, at least I've got Game Pass. Yeah, we'll go with that. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for your wisdom as always, Jay. Uh, I wouldn't call it that. Uh, we'll just, we'll just, we'll just say. Uh, well, I guess we're both similar in that we've just been around long enough, you know. Yeah. Just yeah, go with that. Too long, <laughs> more, <I'd> say. Yeah. <laughs> at least fifteen years, at least. <laughs> AC, well, you know, uh, dude. I think we're gonna both gonna go watch that Starfield gameplay. Oh yeah, I need to do that. Revenge. I need to do that. Yeah, I'll get that up now. 100%. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, like, share, subscribe, like everything else on the internet, you Mongols. And we will see you hopefully soon with very exciting news from a gameplay front, guys. I've been playing something. 
I never thought I would be playing. Oh yeah, I saw ever. that. I was like, why? So That's very odd. We will talk about that at a later date. Yeah, we need something to talk about next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you later, guys. Peace.